Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick Toledo, and we're off and running for another glorious day here in paradise. Boy, this atmospheric river is four or five minutes of rain, and then it's, it's moody. Just, it's moody. Insane. Enough to F up your car. Yeah, I got none. Oh, the hail yesterday over yeah. where you were is yeah. supposed to be terrible. I got zero. Nothing. Not a drop. And then a double rainbow about 5.30, oh. a light rain stood outside. It's so beautiful. Yay. And then you realize how weird Earth is. Like, sometimes you have those moments like you're high, looking at this rainbow, and another rainbow's on top of it. And I'm like, it's just weird. Like, you start doing that. What? What? What is this? This existential thought starts rolling. Through. What's a goat? We got goats and lizards and is everything. We're a sci-fi movie, and we're used to it. And it's just such a strange goofy things like back why in the day happen? when you didn't have the answers you're sacrificing somebody right or, you know, right, right. yeah just something throw them into fire make sure that we appease whatever that thing in that imagine how scary a rainbow had to be back before you knew any and we're talking about like 1920 before they knew any thing at all ah, the sky is on fire with color or do you think they looked up and went gaze <laughs> like they knew they were way ahead of the time you gays have done it I looked at that beautiful rainbow and I thought to myself, gay. Like my first thought, they have they have brand swiped the rainbow in a way that just cannot be undone. And it was The Muppets went went out the window. Oh yeah, rainbow connection. Yeah. Gay. All of it. Yeah, it's amazing. And tip of the cap. That's hard to do. Yeah. You think of something that is just a scientific goof, you know, when water and light meat and bend and do something to the i have no idea what it, but i know that it pops up when i wash my car i used to put a little you know soap in the thing and then try to run the rainbow over the because you can pop it out of there if the sun hits just right yeah you, know. you get that misted rainbow yeah, yeah it's beautiful See, that's to, why dan always thought that yeah, was like, yeah, i was i was busy wasting we're wasting all the goddamn water what are you doing making rainbows <laughs> ah jesus he's a <laughs> i knew it <laughs> Turn that goddamn wham song off and wash the car. He only wants to wash the wheels. He's into shoes. <laughs> That's true, too. I wanted to wash the Krager mags. All he did was talk about how cool those Krager mags were. I got that 77 El Camino with Krager mags. I'm like, That's great. It's a super sport. I don't know what any of that means. Krager mags. I'm like, Okay. Go wash those. I'm like, I would never wash that. I wouldn't touch the paint. I would wash the. 
Not with a the max. Brush. Oh, you can't watch. <laughs> God damn it. The little <laughs> is going to scratch up the Gregor Mags. I wanted a son, and look what yeah, I got. I got this twink making rainbows <laughs> with soap water. And there he was yesterday. I didn't think of my dad, but now I am. He's staring at that rainbow going, this is beautiful. Gay. <laughs> You've done it, gays. Well done. That is hard to do. That is like quite truly taking clouds and making me think of you first. Something that just happens on Earth you now own as a brand. Amazing. Just flat amazing. Excellent work. Excellent work. That's, that's the a pot mo- of gold even goes disappears? It's gone. You don't, no, it's not a pot of gold. It's just a, a bag of <laughs> and some lube. It's just At the amazing. end of the rainbow, there's a, hey! <laughs> so I knew you'd come looking, and um, I have a bag for you. <laughs> it's a big bag of <laughs> and all sorts of lubricants. Got a Expected a leprechaun. Oh, that's old. We took that. He's gone. <laughs> Weird little troll. We had our way with him, but still. Brady was telling me a story this morning. I found uh, fantastic, and once he started to talk about it, I looked it up a little bit, and it's just uh, evidently Billy D. Williams was propositioned by the great Marlon Brando, the godfather himself, yeah. for sex. Yeah. At one of his parties. That's your guy, Bert. That's Brett's that's Brett's. He only played one. He only played the Godfather. Yes. He was never actually. So you don't believe that Marlon represents the way the rainbow the represents. character doesn't, but he does. We'll just go with that. He that would have been a great scene in the Godfather. Just step into my office for a second here. I've never had your kind before. <laughs> he had Richard Pryor. I tried to have Richard Pryor. He turned me down so racist. <laughs> Why don't we? I could just—I always just picture him with the back of his hand rubbing it on Billy Dee's cheek. It's so soft, so incredibly soft. Is all of your skin this soft? I've never touched one. <laughs> okay, man, that's about enough of that. That's what I want to do. I want you to put my pishy deal in your hand. Think about it. Just don't turn it down right away. In the movie, he gave him an option to live, <laughs> shoot you, <laughs> or blow. You got two options. We can keep talking, or you could use your mouth for good. <laughs> I would rather have a Colt forty-five in my head, to be honest. Let's think we can arrange that too. After, I really want to be inside you. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. I saw you in that beautiful Starbillies movie, or whatever it was. What fantastic! It's the black spaceman, Lando Calrissian. That's the one. I saw you floating around in space, and I thought, God, I'd like to float around in his space. Can you please stop touching my face? I can't. I've never... I've never had my hand on a tribal person before. Not tribal. Pull your pants down. Let me see it. Is it true? Oh, it's true. It's true. The sucking of my leg. <laughs> I just laughed hysterically at the I idea. loved you in The Wiz. That was yep. Nipsey. <laughs> you were in The Wiz? Go Are you sure? Life. You were in The Wiz. You were the one dancing, <laughs> singing and dancing. That wasn't you? That's not all of us there, Marlon. <laughs> I have to imagine you were probably asked to be in The Wiz. I was not asked to be in The Wiz. What a tragedy. So which one would I think? Who's the scarecrow then? Nipsey Russell. Do you have his number by chance? I want to see if his skin is soft as well. <laughs> we find out who Marlon tried to have sex with. We never found out who he two. actually did have sex with. There's got to be a couple of like, because I mean, in the 60s and 70s of Hollywood, it was a known thing that you got off the bus as a girl 
you met with Marlon Brando, you're probably going to have to sleep with him. Sorry, that's just the way it was. Everybody hates it. It was okay, but that's how it was. Different time. Different time, and it's the way things worked. Did Brando and, uh, you know, was there a power rocking, Rock Hudson? Did they? Well, no, but I mean, that's superstars. Yeah. Maybe, but you'd have heard about that. I'm talking about, like, the guys Because they can control that a little bit. The dudes who got off the bus and met Marlon Brando. I can do great things for you. And the next thing you know, you're knee-deep in Marlon Brando going, is this how this works? Hollywood's that corrupt, weird... Like like the grooming that they uh, praised uh, Bernstein. Who? He he was uh, the... Composer, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was, he, yeah. he was taking students, and they're like, "Oh, isn't this great? He's working with these underlings, right? He's furthering their career." You thought, yeah. Look, if you if I was sitting here and I was twenty five years old and getting into radio, and you know, Scott Shannon or Rick Deeds is like, "Come on over, I'll show you." Feel like, oh my god, like the two biggest names in radio are wanting to be pals with me. Or Casey Kasem, man, okay, take yeah. it from Shaggy. Come on over to my house and let's have a look at my equipment. Oh, I don't know what that means, but okay, let's do it. Coming in at number one. What? What does that mean? Why are your pants down? Where's your wife? She doesn't need to know. Yeah, I would have been there. And there's a chance, although slight, that I'd have been half tugging on Casey Kasem and then going, ah, I don't want to do this. Uh, you gotta. <laughs> Coming in. At number one? Nope. <laughs> oh, come on, Casey. But at the time, you know, I might have blown Wolfman Jack for a, It seemed like something I wanted to do. Oh, Not the blowing yeah. part, but get into... Yeah, <laughs> that's the Kool-Aid man, Brady. That's a different guy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I listened to a lot of Wolfman Jack. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't show. <laughs> it didn't register. He but said still, that. Okay. <laughs> you shouldn't. But yeah, the, uh, yeah, you just you know that's how it works. So I, I wonder how many guys who got roles and never became superstars to tell their story banged Marlon Brando for a leg up in the business, and then it's a movie. It's got to happen someday. The True Godfather. He was a genius. He was amazing. He did this. He did that. He was, he was a pervert, just like everybody else. It's a strange world, that uh, 60s and 70s Hollywood. And even before that. Freedom, man. Love. Yeah, but they're the moral high ground, right? They're the ones who tell us how all, you know how to treat a woman and how to be a better person and the environment and all that stuff and what rainbows are. And they're inclusive. And it's like, wait a minute. You guys are the ones that used to rape everybody for jobs. How come we listen to you? It's still the same. It's just I, more hidden. It I mean, it's, they're just bigger hypocrites now. They bag, still bone the phones. Look, some smoking <laughs> hot girl shows up at a agent's office, and she's you know fresh out of Kansas. I just want to be a star, and I'll do anything. All right, that's the whole porn industry. They sit on a couch and talk to a producer. You know what you got to do for this, and she's in a porn room, and they act like it's unusual. It's it's just the way it is. It has to be that way. It's probably a little less so now. Than it used to be, but it still happens. Because there's lawyers all over the place that probably make you blow them, and then they'll take your case. <laughs> I watched, uh, I have a new rule at home, because I don't want to get involved. I honestly do not want to get involved, at least emotionally, with the election. I already know where I stand on it. It makes people upset that I don't like either candidate, and I know that's, every, oh, it's a cop out. I have my leanings one direction. I think Biden's, Biden's completely incapable and I just rue the idea that Trump's the only solution. And currently, 
If I'm looking at all the people running, he is on that side the only solution. In fact, some would say the final solution. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, So I watched, I was watching TV yesterday. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how people do this. I was reading a statistic beforehand, and it got me to turn the channel, uh, because I was on Lazy Day yesterday, that uh, it was like 44% of America uh, finds at least 20 minutes a day to sit and stare at one of the news channels. Whether it's on a uh, you know your phone or whatever, twenty minutes—that's minimum. Uh, there's like fourteen percent that spend over four hours a day watching Fox, CNN, MSNBC, one of those. Uh, you know, like as they go. So I'm like, I wonder what they're doing right. It made me think. Wonder what they're up to right now. Went to CNN and they were interviewing that uh, the congressman with a patch on his eye. Ben, it was Crenshaw, is his name, and that was a pretty decent interview but then it started to turn like uh, and he actually said anderson you're trying to make me say bad things about trump and i'm just not going to do it i disagree with him on a few things but you're trying to make me you're trying to this is, these are you know baited questions and it was very heavy so i'm like all right my new rule is at least for the election year if i watch 10 or 12 minutes of this i gotta turn it to the opposition so if i'm watching 10 12 minutes of fox i gotta at least watch 10 or 12 minutes of msnbc and cnn so i realize fair and balanced well <laughs> so I realize it's all entertainment, and it's because it is. It's uh, it's revenue generated by advertising television. That's entertainment, first and foremost. And it's all baiting. I understand that. So I got myself lost in this thing. CNN had that interview. It was a little bit annoying, and I'm like, eh, typical of that. So let's see what Fox is doing. Fox, Fox, you had me. The reason you're winning in the ratings is because you know what to do. They did about five minutes of Joe Biden screwing up. And it's just a, it's just a gaff reel. It's like the end of, uh, you know, uh, Smokey and the Bandit. It's just him making mistake after mistake. And then this lady's just laughing her ass off at it. Here's another one. And my favorite one was just in the last week. President Joe started to talk about the campaign trail. Yeah, I was just out there talking to the German chancellor, German, German, uh, chancellor. Selma cool. He was talking about the election. Helmut Kohl's been dead since 2017. He has not talked to Helmut Kohl about this election at all. Not at all. Spirits. Maybe he can speak. Maybe he's so close to dead that he can talk to the ghost. The Resolute Desk has a Ouija board out there. So I just sit and I'm like, who is still like, who wants this? And then they floated the idea that Michelle Obama's going to replace him. I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with that. Anybody but that guy. And anybody but the other guy. It's just going to be a pain in the ass. Oh, no. Anybody but uh, Kamala. Well, she's out. Ooh. I don't think anybody would. I think that would just, we, we would just lift her out of the chair and yeah. put somebody else in. I'd rather put somebody from our promo yeah. department in there. Well, and that's there, saying a lot. There would be an entire nation of, of shaman storming the Capitol <laughs> and to get her out of the seat. Nobody likes her. But it was just weird to watch. And then I left, like, kind of grumpy at all of it. Oh, and then Fox did a story. <laughs> and I'm like, God, they're good at this. Uh, about a guy, in, I, I think he's in California, where uh, somehow or another his ex-wife has transitioned their three-year-old kid, who's now nine, from boy to girl. But she was doing it only when she was spending time at her house. On weekends, she'd dress him up like a football player or a boy, and he'd go over to dad's house. And then it made him go to this conversion uh, therapist that said, you know, we got to ease him in. And he was never diagnosed with anything, but they had plans on putting him on these. And the, the dad's like, I lost all rights to this because i fought it and then they gave everything to the mom so he's on this tour telling the world about how like in a divorce kid was now, taken away your kid can lose his dick too it's like oh my god 
I lost my ass and my kid lost my dick. Hey, what happened? And he's he's going on to Fox News talking about how his his wife has transitioned from three, age three. She thought, well, he definitely wants to be a girl. Started to dress him up and stuff. And and then he was living this double life. The dad was just doing the every 14 days. And this is the dad's fault. I looked at this and said, that's your fault. If you're not paying any attention at all, because the school would call him and say, uh, your daughter needs help. She's this. And he goes, I don't, what are you talking about? I don't have a daughter. And it's like, oh, he prefers to be called she. We, we've changed the pronouns. And he, his name was like Bunny Bell or something funny. Ruby, 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 Ruby Sue. I don't remember <laughs> what it was. Something dumb. And I'm like, if you can't even, if you don't know that your kid doesn't have Ruby Sue written on top of his papers or on his, his computer doesn't say uh, R- Ruby Sue, then you're not paying attention. That's your job. But he's a, he's an every 14-day dad. It was every other weekend. And he had, you know, uh, I hate my ex-wife rights to the kids. And it was just, and it's enough to make you just go, oh, how do people sit and watch this? But I was 14 minutes pretty much uh, for each channel. In. That's, that's 28 minutes of my day. And I walked away with like anger at this. I'm mad at transvestites. I'm angry at uh, Anderson Cooper. I'm, I was mad. I, none of it made me feel good. None of it. I didn't walk out of the, either side just going, God, that, that, that's a great solution to a problem. That was All of it was more problems. All of it was unsolvable. All of it was don't you feel helpless. And I realized that, man, we got we to do something about that. First and foremost, we got to do something about that because it's just everybody everybody going nuts. I did find it hysterical, though. That you give me a you give me a gaff reel of people making a mistake. It never gets old to me. Biden goofing off trying to say LL Cool J's name at some hip hop festival because you know he's awarding uh, hip hip hop was fifty and he tried to be kind and give LL Cool J and he starts talking like he knows his stuff. It's a pioneer in the hip hop world. LL Cool J, cool J Cool J, and the whole crowd starts laughing. He just looks at him like I know it's all. I'm just bull you guys. You see through it. But he started to talk to the German chancellor. Now, if that's the case, and he can speak to ghosts, now, the, now it, you might have something. puts another plus in his <laughs> column. Before we do this debate, it's going to break out a Ouija board. Check it out. I'm talking to Helmut Kohl. Guys, I got Hitler on the line. He's nuts. And uh, we all are. So try my method and then walk away and say, hey. Do I feel better or worse about what's going on? You won't feel better. Especially when they're, you know, the hot topic right now, this whole immigration thing. Oh, forget it. They love this. This can't go away. This is going to be the thing that distracts from all the real stuff. And that's a mess. I got my dad in town a couple weeks ago. He watches that all day long, and he's telling me, like, I don't know. All my neighbors down there in Texas sure think that there's going to be a revolution. I told somebody that the other day. I'm like, my dad's all ready to... To fight like in the Civil War of Texas, and he goes, "Good." My, my friend was like, "Good." I hope it happened. Like people are rooting for that. Like we're at our wits' end. I think it's because we're always watching stuff that makes us feel like there's just no chance. And then you know, Amazon. I always have to remind everybody. Everything feels helpless until you make an order, and three hours later, I got two push brooms in my hand. I'm like, I just bought these like a minute ago. Some dude just dropped off push brooms at my house in the garage, and a thousand rounds. Yeah, well, those, those don't show up same day. If you could have same day thousand rounds, now we're now we've got a problem. Now maybe Amazon's not so great. But push brooms showed up two two hours. I can get two of them. Yeah, they're available now. And then it has that stupid button pick up. <laughs> Who does that? Amazon's free delivery. What's the you point? Can, I might as well go to a regular exactly. store. Exactly. 
Sitting there looking, it's got the tooth. Would you like to pick it up? At, would pick your store, or for free, we'll bring it to you. I'm like, what the f- do you think I'm going to pick? I've done it twice. Pick up? Yeah. Why? Why? Uh, because uh, the pickup, I was going to that. I had to pick something up earlier. You know, it's like less than five minutes away, and I could have it in three hours. Delivery right. was the next day. Oh, I'd still wait. I'd still wait too. But if you're giving me the option of same-day delivery and pickup, but don't even give me the option. That's stupid. Yeah. It's only a couple minutes away. You can have it in the next third. I mean, how much do you want that? I can. I, I wouldn't have gone online to buy push brooms if I'd have just gone to pick it up. And I'd just go inside and pick it up. I was lazy enough not to get off my ass exactly. to go to the store. I'm not picking the ass up. There should be a thing. You know the answer to that. That should be in the comments. You know which. Don't even bother me with the do I want to come get it or have it pushed in my garage safely in two hours by a guy I don't know but trust with my garage code. And that and those pickups were nothing that big. It was the little locker thing where you scan your phone. It hmm. opens up. Oh, you go to like Circle K yeah, or like something. Yeah, pop like, yeah, pops out of the. Yeah. yeah. You're doing pickups at Circle K? Yeah, I did it twice, yeah. What do you got in Circle K that you needed to order pre-order? No, it was on the way to pick up Kirby oh, from school. Oh, I see. You pre-ordered some Circle K? No, no they have oh, lockers there. They have lockers there. 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 Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. But you can pre-order. Circle you can? That you can, can't be right. You can get a drink card. So you can order Circle a Thirst K. Buster and it's ready when you get there? Um, no, am, not a Circle K. I was going to say, I am not trusting the convenience store worker. To yeah, go yeah. out of his way to make me a beverage. No, I was thinking the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the no, Thirstbuster card that you have. You have a card for Thirstbusters? No, I don't, oh, but I was you can say. get it. He's hyper like aware a, of all the deals. It's a monthly fee. <laughs> How many Thirstbusters? Really? Yeah, they, they're they doing it. It's like six bucks a month or something. You can just go in there and... Pile on. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm not pre-ordering it. Those people come out with a jumbo every day. Yeah. Yeah, this one says, yeah. And that's the other thing this guy brings up because they all talk about religion. He said, if anybody really believed in their Christianity nonsense, they wouldn't criticize a guy who says he can talk to ghosts. That's true. It wouldn't be crazy if you really bought into that. That's why I believe there are no such thing as ghosts and everyone knows it. It's because when, when someone starts talking to one, you immediately go, okie dokie. Adios, nutball. I speak to ghosts is a deal breaker on a date. Like if a girl says that to you, no matter how much you think you believe in ghosts, you're sitting across from a girl, unless she is so hot and you still don't believe what she said, you're just going to appease her. I was trying to get in them drawers. That's it. Oh, no kidding. You talk to ghosts, your brain's just like, red flags, red flags. Like, no, 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 no. Let's bang her and then try to not show her where we live. That's all we're thinking at that. There you go. It's $10 a month for the sip and save card. There you go. Brady Brady knows all the deals for gluttony. It's my gluttony wallet. I'm just going to break out my gluttony wallet. For $10, I can drink all the thirst busters I've ever wanted. Yeah, there's no possible you actually believe in ghosts. And I would love to. I'd sit on a stage in front of people like one of those weird, you know, those... uh, they have those theologian versus the uh, debate, the atheist debate. And yeah. I, 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 like going to those seems crazy to me. Uh, lectures and things like that. I would sit on a stage and debate someone who believes ghosts are real because that person's automatically a lunatic to ninety percent of the audience. I speak to ghosts is maybe the craziest thing you can say out loud. You might think you speak to ghosts, but you don't. Uh, that's called schizophrenia uh, or multiple personality disorder. 
But it's uh, it's crazy because, it, you know, yeah, people who talk about it won't even believe that Biden might talk to Helmut Kohl now and again. Got the Ouija board. Talk to old leaders. No, you didn't. Why, why don't you believe me? Your students grin. Nope, you didn't. You never did any of that. You're nuts. That is a deal breaker, too, if a girl believes in ghosts. Well, it's a deal breaker once I'm done. But well, you know, yeah, I mean, no, once, yeah, once, I, once I'm finished, once, you're still whatever. going in. Yeah. Well, yeah. even if she's talking Absolutely. ghosts, yeah. I basically smash her with some ectoplasm, yeah. and if it didn't work, I get out of there. She's dumb enough to believe that. She's dumb yeah. enough to bang me. I'm in. Yeah, I just yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what you're thinking <laughs> deep down. As a man, is like if she buys that, but then she, this is going to be easy. yeah, exactly. Over a cauldron, cursing yeah. them. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and that's the funny thing. Witchcraft is less goofy than speaking to ghosts. If you say you can communicate with the dead, you're nuts. The witches think they can conjure up stuff through potions and, and things and change the course of time. They're just, they're as nuts as the other ones. Witches are weirder because they're usually unattractive. Dumb ghost girl, usually pretty cute. And uh, just, just doesn't understand that sometimes her brain has an inner dialogue and she thinks that maybe that's a Good. ghost telling her stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> that way you can walk up behind her and just whisper, blow him. <laughs> What are the ghosts telling you now? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> He's the one. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's called a suggestible moron. They hear things and immediately take it on and say it again. It's awesome. They're, the suggestible morons are the ones that read something and then turn and start to have a conversation to you about something they didn't know about three seconds ago. You can whisper in ghost believers' ear, bah, 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 and they'll be like, I just... I think this. You know, you just thought that. You don't know what you're talking about. But you're going to be an easy kill. So, ladies, a little insight to a man's brain on a date. If you want to start talking about, hey, communicate with ghosts, the only thing that guy's doing while he's nodding is thinking about you all weekend in a place that will probably not be his home. Why don't you tell me where you live? (laughs) You're crazy. What are you... You talk to ghosts. Ask the ghosts where I live. Maybe Zach Baggins is a lot smarter than we yeah. thought. He's just scoring trim oh. left and right. You go by and Zach. making money. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if that's you why know his, that. his hair's messed up all the time because he's Probably. just constantly getting bedded. And if you know that about the girl, your name is either Zach or Casper. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's a good move right there, Brett. Somebody, if you're sitting with a girl who tells you she can speak to ghosts, you're like, I love that Zach Baggins because you know she's oh, going to yeah. know who that is. Because you know she's that dumb. Yeah, she's a vapid, empty space of whisper anything in her ear, and that's what she believes now. Yeah. People who just have a thought in their head and think that something... So I, it's just a, a vision I had. No, you thought something. That's called thinking. I know, I know it hurts and it doesn't make sense to you, but your brain does stuff on its own and starts making thoughts... You might have had an independent thought, and you just assumed it was somebody talking to you because you can't put that together. You don't really have the reasoning skills to understand inner dialogue. Sometimes I just hear a voice, and I know it's my grandpa. Your grandpa told you to get a boob job? What the hell's wrong with you? Well, I knew. I saw Dr. Pimple Popper the other day, too, where a girl had a four-pound cyst on her shoulder. And she went to Pimple Popper, and was like, she, was a, she was in decent shape. She had it on the back of her shoulder. It was a lipoma, and it popped right out. And then she got up off the table, and she had two fake cans. And I thought, that's, that's minimum 10 grand. You should have taken care of that shoulder problem first. <laughs> I've had it since I was 17. It's just gotten bigger. You didn't think to get rid of that before you put in a pair of... Really? Maybe she thought, you know, 
get that done. The exposure I'll get on Pimple Popper. Pimple Popper. No, she had them done years before. I think she but was I'm trying to distract. the reason why she's going on there. Well, she didn't look that good. I'm just saying she was good enough. To Sometimes th- people think, oh, this will oh, open up. Oh, their star power. Yeah. It's their, their star wagon. But, yeah, the you don't put cans in when you've got a three-pound tumor on your shoulder. And who's the doctor that said, yeah, I don't see any other reason to do surgery on you except for to put cans in. Do you even notice the thing on my shoulder? What, the dead body that's growing out of your arm? Yeah, no, I've seen it. That's no big deal. That'll probably fall It's off. only two pounds. If yeah. it gets a little bit bigger, like, then like maybe. Luke carrying Yoda on yeah. the back and stuff. Why not kill two birds and take the thing off your shoulder and stuff it in one of your cans? <laughs> Got to be half priced to actually just resituate that giant lump. Probably feels the same. Probably feels more natural. Yes, you had two big fake boobs. Not like, you know, clown boobs, but definitely augmented. She and probably hands. went to 10 doctors, found the one. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll meet you the days in at 5.30. My aunt's name is Consuela. She'll be at the door. She'll let you in. Here's an IV. This is full of uh, fall. We're going to knock you out. You do that on the way over. Crazy. When, when the waiting room is patio chairs. <laughs> right, right. You're yeah. at the right place. When the waiting room is patio chairs and a PlayStation 2, <laughs> that's when you know you're about to get some great new <laughs> shoved in your, your And chair. outside. You didn't want one next to your... You don't want a matching one on your other shoulder? We could have given you four. We'll give you teats. I talked to a lady at the Phoenix Open the other day who sells them. Cans? Yeah, but she doesn't... She sells them to the doctor. She sells the implants. And we were talking about... uh, And I had the guy from Creative Environments. This is where my brain really functions. Creative Environments guy does all that landscaping and, uh, you know, remodels his... I mean, he's done... The JW Marriott's grounds and like uh, designs it and puts it all together. And I'm like, hey, we could combine you two and create functional implants with irrigation. Like you tie into the milk ducts, right? And then you put in two or three more. And I asked the lady, I'm like, is that possible that you could take and make teats? Like have a series? Yeah, you make teats on a woman, like six. If she's got a lot of kids, like a Mormon woman would do this. And you get six of them. And then you run irrigation down through there. Yeah. So each kid can feed off of you through the milk ducts. And I actually asked Dan. I said, could that work? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, well, neither of us are doctors, but I think that's a good idea. And he goes, yeah, no, the irrigate, we get small enough irrigation, we could run that line. <laughs> Let's think about this. What's wrong with that idea? Some lactating lady, and she's got a couple offshoot drip systems going through down to the other ones, and she's got... Imagine that jog bra. If women are willing to make butts so big they don't fit in chairs, they'd certainly be into my new six cans teats idea. You think we wouldn't be into that as guys? The Gilbert special. Gilbert mom special. Gilbert mom special. You know, she's got a few extra kids. So why not have some extra feeding devices for them right off the bat? Every dude would be into it. Your wife got the teats. Nice. You'd be impressed if suddenly some guy's wife showed up at a party with four. Yeah, three are decent. Yeah, and they're functional, dude. <laughs> they make they all they're all feeders. She gets pregnant, we ran irrigation lines to the other ones. The guy at Creative Environment says it can be done. I believe Dan. But yeah, that lady sells boobs. I told Jen downstairs, I'm like, let's get you on that. You got a bunch of kids. And the kids are fighting over it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they and wouldn't they have end to. end up having a runt. It's not Remus and Romulus. They've got room. They're just feeding. <laughs> They're just, it's awesome. 
a billion dollar idea because I'm looking around at what ladies are doing to their bodies and it ain't human. So what's wrong with adding a couple more boobs? You think that ass thing is normal? With what's going on with ladies and their butts and they're spending 30 grand to shove that and make that attractive? You're telling, what would you rather have? One of that, that big girl that doesn't fit in the airline seat the other day with that giant ass. Uh, you got Cardi B, Iggy Azalea, Kim Kardashian, those giant asses, or a decent ass and four boobs. Two sets of, <laughs> you tell two me, sets of double Ds. Oh, good ones, though. Let's not go clown crazy. Yeah, no, not clown cans. Let's go like Ds, bro. Just basic Ds. Two, not, four boobs bouncing around. And I'm a nice, done. I'm in with the boobs I'm before I am with John. Is, is that on Pornhub yet? I got to check that out. <laughs> it would be. Oh. <laughs> there you go. And we're kind of tired Make of your money look. right back. Thanks to Pornhub, we're kind of tired of looking at ladies with two boobs. That would be finally something interesting and new has been brought to the party. It's like a, it's like a limousine. It's got extra chairs in it. I don't know. Tell me, I, 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 I am a forward thinker. I think of the future. The future of man. <laughs> don't be surprised when that happens. But will they run the irrigation line? I don't know. It could be. It's just the way I think. Uh, it's 617. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Looking down at that vast wasteland of two-boob chests. That's the old Boy, way of thinking, around ladies. the corner, you got a front rack and a back rack. Oh, oh not bad. <laughs> Puts a couple on her back. That way the bra can just have four cups and easy. You just latch it on the sides. Irrigation runs through the side, so it's under your arm. There's no lumps. That way, if you decide to have multiple kids, you can feed them all. They can feed on your back. You can lay down. This is imagine the bikini, both sides. Just imagine the pool, walking around, and you're one of those old school two boob ladies going, "This is stupid. Look at these girls and their stupid four boobs." But every guy's going, "Man, her back cans, perfect." I'm there's something here. <laughs> Because I'm looking at F- Scottsdale and the Phoenix Open. There's a lot of ass injecting going on. And it's weird. You all look like centaurs. I don't see why putting two new boobs in underneath your regular boobs is any different than adding a cow's ass to your body and thinking that that's okay. Color me crazy. <laughs> Put a couple more cans on abroad. I think we'd have thumbs up more often than we would down. Uh, it's 618. Let's, we're putting them in boys. We might as well just start jamming a couple extra in the ladies. Ladies, you're losing the battle, by the way. I don't know if you noticed, everybody's gay because your attitude. So, you know, you got to start winning this back. A couple more cans might do the trick. Four cans. Hmm. In the words of Five Finger Death Punch, it's never enough. It's never then, then we go for the six pack. We're getting baby steps, Brad. Uh, get us a wake up song. 585 9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98K. Everybody, wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail.
Welcome to Thursday morning on a week that is just kind of sliding by, creeping along with these uh, intermittent storms that nobody knows when they're coming. And by the way, even though he's a friend, uh, we're, we're docking some pay for weathermen who had promised all day rains and all night rains. And yeah, here and there you're getting some rain. It's not been all night. It's up north. That's what we should have focused on. But I was told every – we looked forward to this. I picked days to go to the Phoenix Open based on these weather reports. Okay, we're skipping Wednesday and Thursday. That's for sure. That's going to be – and yesterday the Pro-Am did get canceled because it had a storm blow through and flood it. But it's supposed to rain all day. Friday, as of last Thursday, was supposed to rain all day. Friday, now it's not going to rain at all Friday. Ian Schwartz, I'm docking your pay. I think Saturday is supposed to rain now. Right, and that was the day it was supposed to go. And now Sunday's not – I don't know what to believe. They now. just don't know. Fake news. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, that's what we should really be pissed off about in the news is the damn weather. I got three yeah. Schwartz. Let's down, get a move on here. Size it like atmospheric creek, or yeah, can it? Yeah, an atmosphere is river good. to yeah. a spring, brook, like a brook a or a spring, a babbling <laughs> brook. <laughs> I have three different uh, weather apps. Right now, it says it is actually raining. Here and it is not. It's not. I just went across yeah, the balcony. It is so. absolutely not, and it says I'm currently in a storm. Uh, the other one says, "Let's take a look at that." Yeah, I, this is where we're just getting. This is nuts. Currently, right now on this app, it is it is not raining, and it's three degrees warmer on this app than it is on the other app that says I'm right here. On weather.com, at noon it's ninety percent chance, and yep. at one o'clock it's hundred percent chance. This one's ten a.m. And then it's going to be, yeah, I don't have any, I'm 100% chance at 12 o'clock. They're pretty, all right, so we're getting rain. Mine says it's Maybe. 45 degrees and the donuts are still warm. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah well, that's okay. not the weather app. That's, oh. that's, that's Krispy Kreme's app. That's feverdream.com. <laughs> 40 degrees and there's hot donuts. Check out the Bosa weather. Yeah, somehow or another, Brady gets donut, free donuts every time he checks his first alert weather system. Uh, we talked about the Japanese-Mexican infusion thing yesterday Yeah, a little bit, and I got a lot of emails from people on that. Uh, and one guy said, hey, man, I don't know if you've heard of this, but it's a restaurant called Chino Bandito. I've never been, but it's Japanese and Mexican fusion. Have I heard of it? Chinese-Mexican. Uh, that's what I was going to say. It's not. Uh, first off, let me tell you, thank you for stepping in with that, Brady, because the story I tell How about Chino you. Bandito is the first and only time I've been to Chino Bandito was with Brady. And he, I swear to God, we were going to Ping, which was nearby, to check golf clubs out. And we walked into Chino Bandito. Three different people as we walked in. Brady! <laughs> the door opened like he was Norm from Cheers. I've been there once or twice. I laughed hysterically. Then you start to tell me what good, what's, what's good to order and everything else. Within like 12 to 15 seconds of us finally tapping the counter. <sighs> There's a plate for Brady, ready to go. Like he's there every day at noon, 12, 30, 1 o'clock. Brady! They might have known I was popping in. This was before apps. This was before text. (laughs) It was. This was 1999. You made a phone call. I'll be rolling in today, so have the plate ready. And then they came in, and they just, they didn't have anything for me. I had to order something. Brady had a, a shade red burro, jerk fried rice. Yeah, they knew <laughs> what he, he wanted. They knew what he wanted. Oh yeah, that's where all his brain power is. That's why all these stories don't make sense, and a lot of times he's just stumbling around with English. It's not a menu, and it's not something he's interested in unless it's edible and being handed to him for free. We paid. We. I don't know that we did, actually. I'm pretty sure we didn't. I'm almost positive. No, I'm pretty positive we didn't. 
I'm pretty positive it was all. It was the time there. I went to Texas Grill, and they were Scary. like, "Look, Brady's cards are mounted on the wall right yeah. here." Scary, and yeah, well, and they were, wanted the fax number for the old had, station. He was being he did in 2016. He was being faxed information yes. from Texas Grill, and he would do it. So yes, we know about Chino Bandito. Unfortunately, you're confusing the Japanese and the Chinese, which isn't an uncommon white guy thing to do. But it is Chinese and Mexican. And I don't know that the Chinese have uh, Mexican cultural influence other than just jamming noodles into beans. It's pretty good. Chino usually is a pretty good huh? indication that's Chinese. Right. There's also another word that you don't want to say that's very close to that that's sure. very Chinese. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Chino is very Mexican to me. Yeah. And, some, you know... It- yeah, I, I don't look at the Chino Bandito. fried chicken is more of a Jamaican. Right, Jamaican. I look at Chino Bandito as a guy named Chino, the Bandito. It's all Mexican. I had to have your influence tell me, no, 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 no. China, the Chinamen have come in and messed with Mexican food. Look at this. And then don't, they added jerk chicken. It's all over the map. It is don't good. forget about the snickerdoodles afterwards. Did we have yeah. delicious cookies? Of course you did. Well, of course, they just brought that. them to us. Yeah. They come by. That doesn't happen. They just handed us cookies. He's right. What am I thinking? I don't remember them, but I'm positive there was a cookie element at the end. Are you like a cookie prayer? Yes, I would, Chino. <laughs> I got totally boss manned last week, and that was legit. It was at this uh, sushi place in Gilbert's, uh, Sushi Ave. Mm-hmm. And the lady, must be the owner, comes up, boss man, how are you? She called you boss I'm man? Like, oh, that's funny. That's man, the best boss man. Then she goes to the next table. How are you doing, boss man? She might have thought you were actually the boss man from wrestling. <laughs> Maybe. That's what I thought. I think but then everyone away. else at the other tables were boss man. Everyone looks like. Good to well, see you again, frankly, boss man. In, in her defense, we all look alike. We're <laughs> fat. The lady? We're fat. We're at, we all look alike to her. <laughs> I loved it. He's Come Chinese. back to the table. Yeah. Okay, boss man. You're white. You're a little round. You're bald. You look like all of them. All America looks like that. Hey, boss man. And then we had the uh, the uh, talk the other day about, um, it was a while ago, this guy says, sorry, I'm behind. I just got up to the uh, Army Hammer episode. It's like a week ago. He's up on, I don't know what's taking you so long. It's, and you don't really need to catch up. I appreciate you like thinking that this plot line has an ending. It's, this is a meandering mess. You can miss a day. It's okay. It's not the end of Barney Miller to right. be continued. Yeah, right. You don't <laughs> have to worry about what happened on last week's episode. It might be a little confusing if we reference it, but you'll be all right. The guy said something about the Army Hammer deal, and he goes, uh, where did that thing go? And it said uh, he, he had a girl that was um, kind of a little bit crazy. And her, because Army Hammer, you know, he was the one biting women and cannibalizing and things like that. And the one, the comedian that went out with him said it was, she was okay with it or it was consensual. Right. She's like, I had sex with him and he still wanted to bite me. Yeah. Uh, Which I, again, reiterate after I've been in court and lost all my jobs for biting bras. Is that the best? I'm not biting the next one. Yeah. The biting days are over. Uh, But this Blake guy says, uh, I'm a little late on this, but uh, you're talking about Army Hammer biting women. Bro. I had a girl that I liked who wanted me to chase her through the woods and find her and legitimately tackle her to the ground and hold her down and have her fight back. She wanted a fight. Uh, She wanted to be thrown on her stomach. The goal was get me on my stomach, get a belt around my neck, and then use this. Hands me a (laughs) paper cutter, but I guess it probably means a box cutter, uh, and cut her butt with a knife. It was terrifying. 
but she was unbelievable. Oh, he still did it, huh? Of course he did it. You would do it how much you chased nope, me through the woods. Nope, he nope, nope, I'm in nope. on that. I get to tackle her. Absolutely not. <laughs> if you get that request. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's no question it should run through your mind. It's a trap. But yeah, exactly. It's a trap. Save the text, Trevor Bauer. Nope. <laughs> Have Trevor backup. had the text and he still lost his ass. True. It's a trap. But he got to do it. You got a little Jody Arias action. So I went for it. I don't like the the inclusion of the woods in any sort of sex That's pretty elaborate. Yeah, if I have to drive you to Payson in order for this to work out, I'm not doing it. And imagine if someone happened to see it and you're explaining what's going on. Even more hilarious. It's a trap. As long as she's on your side. If she starts turning like, oh, I love this. Ooh, this is a plot. Trevor Bowers broad. She did. A plot twist I didn't expect. Ooh, you might go to jail. This is fun. She might be that crazy, but... She is crazy. What do you mean she might be that crazy? Hey. Come on. It's a trap. Blake banged her. Said it was the best, he said. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, that's <laughs> you. Oh, yeah, no, she's, she's. It's a trap. But, yeah, until you get in trouble for it, though, it seems like a good idea. Tackle me. Knock me around. You can do that with anybody. Like, you can be dating a girl for a while, and she has some sort of weird rape fantasy. You do it, and then she changes her mind. Next thing you know, you're like, wait a second. I thought we were... No? And then she's starting to show everybody her text because she got mad at you. Exactly. Never take anybody to the woods. That's never like a... That's Ready? Not, no. <laughs> yeah, if there's, a, if there's a starting pistol and a chase, <laughs> it's not sex. It's uh, bad. It's almost a kidnapping. So I've got a rope, an axe... Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to hit me with it? Yeah. And then slice me up with this. Oh, yeah, box cutters. Great idea. This is what I, this is exactly how I learned about it in eighth grade. This is what the teachers always said I should be doing. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of weird that goes with this, and I'm not sure people think first. Uh, and then I got an email from a guy that said, I'd like you to uh, give me your, your feelings on, on the, uh, Brittany Griner's book is coming out. They did the big press release yesterday. It'll come out May 7th. And essentially, it's, uh, here's the thing. I'll read it. And it's not fair. Why you want my opinion on it? Because you know that it's probably your opinion. You're just not going to say it. Um, it says, coming home, this is on her Instagram page. Coming home is a story of hope and survival of before and after. Before, on my way to Russia, a place I've called my second home, I was excited to win another title. For eight seasons, I played there, won there, and lived there for long stretches. A short time later, a world away, I woke up in an after, I wish on no one. Uh, And then it says, uh, it begins in a land where my roots developed and is the diary of my heartaches and regrets. But ultimately, the book is a story of how my family, faith, and support of millions who rallied for my rescue helped me endure this nightmare. Now. The one word that I think, if you want it, just based on this little synopsis, and will I read the book? Probably not. I don't like reading. Oh, you could get it, the uh, audio book and have her. And my hair froze up because I got all wet. <laughs> I was wet in a Russian jail. My hair froze off like popsicle. Chacaroni. Chacaroni pizza was not available. <laughs> it was cold. How cold? Ice cold. Uh, Icy hot. Cold. All over my body. I will not read the book. But one word that I did think was missing from the quick synopsis from the author was accountability. 
I would like to have seen the words, and then I would probably have more interest, a tale of accountability, regret, and ultimately overcoming an imprisonment that was unfair. I effed up is what the title should yeah. be. Yeah, oh, family, it's on faith, me. Yeah. I would, the, yeah, the family and faith. Made. Sure, and give me that at the end. Say family and faith supporting me through the mistake I made. Yep. Look, I, I think two things are true for sure in this, and we don't have nuance in the world, so they don't do it. She was a complete <laughs> arrogant idiot who thought she was bigger than Russian law and didn't realize, because also probably stupid to this, not necessarily a dumb IQ person, but stupid to the concept that she wasn't a pawn that could be used. She wasn't something... Russia talks about us this way all the time. We're all about... We're lost in uh, genders and, uh, and gay and all that. They don't deal with it the same way we do. So they looked at this as like, oh, she is a political dream for us. If anything happens, she's a target. They don't care about basketball. They're, the people might. And the money that comes from it, they might. They don't care about that. So she was definitely used after they caught her as a political pawn. Two things are true. She was stupid, arrogant, and made a terrible, terrible uh, judgment call. Afterwards, the punishment was harsh and overdone. And she was used as an example, and it wasn't fair. Both of those things are true. Both. But first and foremost is none of it would have ever happened if she didn't give him the rope to hang herself. And that's exactly what happened. You don't wander around as a target and looking like I could be a I, I'm a political pawn here. If I screw up, I have to be extra careful. You have to know that somebody needed to be in her ear. She needed she was arrogant. She wandered around saying, nah, they love me here. I can do whatever I want. Brought her vape pen, lied about it three times before she finally said, yeah, that's what it was. So yeah, if I if you're asking what you my opinion is, just watch a couple is, of those uh, locked up abroad. Love it. Nobody, and they're like, I, I'm fine. People do this all the time. Right. Three years later, in the Mexican jail, still. Right, and that all they everything they say is, if I'd have just not done it that one yeah. time. Every time you watch somebody who has the locked up abroad, or you know, one of my favorite ones ever is a, a guy named Howard Marks. Uh, he was known as Mister Nice. He was a, a Welsh. A physicist, if I remember right, and dude started to kind of hang out with uh, rock stars in the 70s. And his friend had a big pallet of hash that he needed to move. And he came up with the idea of stuffing them in the uh, speakers. Because you just take the back of a speaker off. It's nothing in there but an empty cabinet. And a we can load There's these room. up like crazy. And nobody will do anything if you don't get them through the... And nobody does that. It's just a big box of boxes. The dogs aren't going to smell it. And they just moved it. Well, the, they left one out and a speaker rolled in by itself. The dog got, and he got busted and then went on the run for years and still did more living in Spain. He's interesting, but his he same as everybody else. I wish I hadn't done it that one last time. If I'd have only had the common sense to stop. Yeah. And then he, he started a bunch of fake businesses off the money to launder the money. He goes, those businesses were doing well enough. I could have made a very good living just on those legitimately. But his big thing is accountability now. I should have never continued that. Was it fun while I did it? Yeah. So I like I like when somebody tells both sides of the story. If Brittany Griner's thing is, I'm a victim, I can't believe this happened to me, I don't feel sorry for you. This book is a money grab. You're going to go for the sadness. Now, if it starts off, let's – and I'm with you, Brett. It should be, it should be titled, uh, And One, or This One's On Me. Yeah. Yeah. And The Foul. I get it. There was a goof. And now you're paying for it unfairly. Brittany Griner's story is not going to be told properly ever because it's, again, she's a political pawn here, too. 
I'm still surprised she never made it on Dr. Phil and all the whole talk the show isn't thing. Out. Cleverly, wow, she, finally, yeah, she finally yeah, got yeah. people in her corner here who got in her ear at the right time saying, there is so much money in your story. Don't give it to people. Don't go on the tour. Good Don't point, tell yeah. that tale. Wait until your book comes out. And she has very strategically and purposefully not told her story fully until she got you know, the, One, the book. Two, also help. Well, Proper help for some of that stuff. Somebody's in her ears about, like, don't tell the story to anybody. Because what you'd want to do immediately running back from Russia is let me tell my side. And she has, she's hinted, she's drifted. She, no, somebody's in her ear immediately saying, no, 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 no. This is your story, and we're going to tell it properly. And there's a, you, need, you deserve to cash in on this, and she will. There'll be this. There'll be a movie. There'll be all that. And it'll be told a certain way where we all sit back and go, oh, those terrible Russians. And that was bad. Where's the accountability? That's all I want. I want it the I want it like at the end of Breaking Bad, when Walt's standing there with Skyler in that crappy apartment, sneaks it back in, and he goes, "There's one thing you need to know. I did it." And she said, "Walt, if you say I did it for the family one more time, that's over." And he goes, "No, I did it for me." He liked being the empire leader. He at the end, the accountability came in, and he said, "I didn't. I was I was lying to myself." Saying that this is all for the greater good. This was for ego. This was for power. And I loved it. And I was good at it. That's a great speech. But it, it holds him accountable for the last two years of his life where he's been. And that's just a show. But without it, the character is no longer likable. If he still holds on to the idea that I did this for the good. All these people died. I created this chaos just so my family was comfortable. Then you're just like, nah, he's just an idiot. I've been supporting idiots the whole time. Tony Soprano, same thing. At the end, he had to go. Held to, had to be held accountable. That's what we like, even in our fiction. So if she comes in and makes her story fictional, that's what I think of Brittany Griner. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 from day one, they've been covering this wrong. The second they, they put up those giant billboards saying, Freers, it's unfair. I'm like, all right, what about the dude in Georgia who's been in jail for 14 years for uh, having weed in his truck? Because their laws were so strict back then. And then they legalized it in a lot of places. I'm like, nah, you're retroactive to this one. You did something else. And I'm like, well, that's not fair either, is it? She had a name. Russia knew it. States know it. So I think we're all getting played. But I, what's the name of the book? I forgot. It's uh, Coming Home. Which, by the way, is already a, a movie from uh, the 70s with John Voight. It's great. Won a couple of Academy Awards, if I'm not mistaken. It's about Vietnam veterans. John, it's 2024. What's this word accountability you speak uh, of? It's true. I know. And, and to write about it after night, you'd think that, she, like, again, Army Hammer, just talking about him, accountability. You lost jobs, millions, reputation, everything because you, you bit chicks and then said you were going to cook their flesh and eat them. And they, they have proof of that. And instead of saying, yeah, that's probably a bad idea for the future and being like, yeah, that was, uh, although those girls were kind of into it, too, and I've sort of been, eh. A little bit excused for it. The accountability factor comes in. I'm like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I think I think I need to learn my lesson. Nobody does that anymore. Everybody's a victim. Britney's a victim. Clearly, she did nothing wrong except for the things she did wrong. But we don't talk about that. Oh, besides oh, that. Oh, besides Jeez. that. And that was nothing. Weed's, bringing up old stuff. Weed's legal here. She doesn't know the difference, even though in the little synopsis, I lived in Russia for eight years. You knew as a weedy 
And that only tells me she's been smoking weed the whole time in Russia and getting away with it. And then somebody finally said, hey, the tension it was when she first started going to Russia, it wasn't that bad. Our relations weren't good, but they weren't like they are today. It's actually kind of fast track uh, releasing it in May because the Merchant of Death has his coming home. No, he got a book too. A month later, in June. <laughs> pretty awesome. Here's the other thing: it also coincides with the start of the WNBA season. This is a very choreographed and look smart move. I don't blame her for that. You're on the road. Yeah, oh, you're out. You're already doing stuff. There's going to be ESPN around you more often. You're in the public eye a lot. You can. It's a much smarter. I, look, that's the way you need to do this. But let's see it for what it is: is a chore, choreographed book sale that also is trying to paint her in a light of victim. That's what I'm reading so far. Maybe the whole first chapter is I am an idiot. Let me just start by saying I'm stupid. Uh, I remained stupid, and I had to change my ways. This was a wake-up call to everything. You know, my kneeling for the national anthem, bad-mouthing the United States. I really got a dose of humble pie, and this book is going to be all about that. Now, let's talk about the false imprisonment. I'll listen to that. Thinking the endorsements are going to be coming though once this comes out. I mean, she'll have yeah. she'll have Outback commercials from Subaru. <laughs> oh, I she's going to be the you know. face of Subaru. Yeah, <laughs> I've got going to have casting the, ideas. Maybe yeah, for like the Sub- Masande playing her. Oh, you got some people you're in Zoe on that. Saldana uh, on the team. A little short. You're going to have to cast Shaquille a bunch O'Neal. Of well, yeah, but tiny. You know, Shaquille O'Neal is my case. He's an actor too. I would put Shaquille in. He'd there. at least be the stunt guy for her. <laughs> you know, actually making shots. Oh, yeah, no. It would, the problem would be he's just too athletic. We wouldn't buy it. It would be the first time ever a movie about a sport where the actor is more athletic than the actual person. He actually made more free throws than Right, me. yeah. Sure, I have to act like I don't know what I'm doing when I'm shooting to make it more authentic. Cut. We need you to fall down yeah. more. But it'll be sold to us that way. I just All I'm looking for is, like you said, like the 2024 word, accountability. But yeah, I had two or three people go to see this. I guess it, I guess I don't know for sure when that that promotional thing popped up, but it's coming out May 7th. And you know what? Good honor. Make all the money you can make off of this. You've been through something. But I'm not going to feel sorry for you. I'll feel sorry for what happened after. But also, I, all I need you to say is, I shouldn't have done any of this. And here was my punishment because I was dumb. And maybe it'll be in the book. Maybe. And we'll see. But the way it's the way it's being sold off the bat... How my terrible mistake turned into my biggest nightmare. I would accept that. But it's getting, it's going to be danced around a little bit, I assume. Because nobody wants her to be an anti-hero. Nobody wants her to be the bad guy that did good. And again, she was in Russia smoking weed for years, acting like it was no big deal. And then when tensions politically changed, they took the the name from America. They're like, yeah, they love lesbians. They love their sports and they love their celebrity. Let's take this one. We all know she's just been... We've been turning a blind eye to her smoking thing. Go through her bags. And they they got her. So, to that, we'll see. But, yeah, people were asking me yesterday. I was like, what do you think? I'm like, the same thing you think. We all think it. Some people want to erase it. Some people want to act like it's nothing. But it's... Nah, come on. We all know what's really going on around. Yeah. And I don't want to get played by the emotion because that's what I think can happen real fast. It's emotional. You don't want to see people from the United States, you know. So, and I want her to mention the Merchant of Death in that book too, saying, "Was I was that a fair trade? Is that one of the worst trades in sports history?" Yes, but because we're a celebrity culture first, 
We gave up safety for celebrity and for, you know, clicks and news bait. It's logic. It's common sense. Anybody who feels different is, you know, leaning into the emotion of it. The logical side of this is, yeah, we probably should have left her there and given up less. That cat we gave up has a history. By the way, the movie about uh, Howard Marks is called Mr. Nice because that was one of his aliases. It's not very good, unfortunately, because the story's spectacular. And the dude's voice is one of the best you'll ever hear in your life. That's why I remember him so well. Howard Marks has the greatest Welsh accent you have ever heard. It's uh, like stoned Sean Connery. It is awesome. And he's a genius. Like he was a physicist in the 70s and taught physics at colleges and then decided to supplement his income by selling loads of weed. The first, the first uh, joint he ever smoked was Keefe. I talked to the man. He had no idea what I was doing. So, what were you like? Do you like this homemade cigarette? And I said, what's that? He said, Keith. I said, I'll take that. And I took it. And I was instantly hooked. Loved it. I said, what I do right after? And he has that big laugh. What I do right after? I smoked a second one. <laughs> I'm like, this dude. He's, he's dead now. But sound like Muttley. Yeah, he was Muttley. He is. trying to start the car. Because <laughs> he's just all charcoal and smoke in his lungs there's more gunk in there than there is lung his story's pretty awesome though and his voice is worth watching but in the end he said you know when you end up crying on a prison floor you got nobody else to blame but yourself and i called my wife sobbing telling her the first day he was in jail he watched the dude get his head cut off i forget where he went to jail but his first day in jail uh, he's sitting in the lunchroom and some other dude starts to try to stab the other guy in the neck and then cut him and he goes, I watched a man get murdered first day. That lives with you. I want to live with you. <laughs> <laughs> then he calls his wife, Judy. Just mopping the floors with his tears. But, he, but at the end, in order to make him likable, he had to say the words, I had nobody to blame but myself at this point. Was it fun? Sure. But... <laughs> And then every once in a while, that weird, <coughs> like, would come out. I've watched interviews with him where the, where the, the flames find its way yeah, out. The forest fire he's put his body through daily starts to hack up something gross. But, yeah, he's pretty awesome. And his nickname, Mr. Nice, was great. Yeah, I forget. Reese uh, Eyes or whatever that dude is from uh, Notting Hill, the real skinny blonde guy, he played him in the movie. The movie's not very good. The narration is great, but you'd rather just hear him tell the story, which I did in a... It was a book on tape. I don't remember if it, it was his book. It's called Mr. Nice. Now, I was driving around a lot back then, so I remember a uh, book on tape. I had that one and Catch Me If You Can and things like that on tape. There's Muttley. Give me a little Muttley. Cause it's, <laughs> Mr. Nice's laugh. <laughs> if only they played that music behind it. And then I, uh, I stole, I stole a, uh, a man's car and got away and I was driving through the forest and, uh, you know, things got a little hairy. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Mr. Nice after these messages. <laughs> the last Olympics? After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> I miss Muttley. That was a good one. But yeah, will Brittany Griner have the same kind of uh, 
I don't know, emotional heartstrings to pull? Or no. are there? Yeah, I don't think so either. She I don't have th- to. I don't think she's got that cachet with most people. I think in and amongst that little circle, Maybe her crew, her yeah. crew, yeah, her circle, her bubble, immediately forgives her for goofing up. And then people on the outside of her bubble are like, "I hate the WNBA." First of all, secondly, and the biggest reason you hated the WNBA was because Brittany Griner's behavior when she's calling out NBA players like she could beat them, and she's going on TV, you know, trying to dunk and can't do it. Like she went on ESPN and started to try to dunk for them with no defense, just as like a promotional thing, and jams the ball in the rim twice and then over fires one because she can't. And then she's like, "It's early in the morning. You should be able to dunk all day." You think Shaq has trouble dunking first thing? That dude gets out and dunks immediately. Like, he's probably got a, right off of his bed, he's got a thing. He just dunks. Yeah, I don't think Michael Jordan said, I don't dunk until afternoon. I don't gotta think warm up. five foot, three inch Muggsy Bones was like, that's <laughs> ah, too early to dunk. I got to get, nope. You, you can just boing, boing, and you just do it. And then her arrogance was called out Boogie Cousins. What's the matter, little man? You intimidated, little man? And Boogie's like, cute. You do not want this. I have a broken leg right now. I'll kick your ass. And she starts, little man, his feelings hurt. This is why we didn't like you to start with. You acted like you were something more. No, and then this happened to you, and suddenly you're humble, which I, okay, good. But let's start by saying you were an idiot. I was an idiot as a book title. I'm interested. Because then then forgiveness shows up. Then you, you roll out with the forgiveness. That's the thing. You're like, you know what? Now I feel bad for her because the first thing she had to do was come to grips with the fact that she was an asshole to start. Then we'll talk about how we all need what she went through. And it just continually remind me in the book, I did this to myself. When, when Muttley, Mr. Mark, says that in any of his book, in any interview I've ever seen, I have only myself to blame. <laughs> That's when you have compassion and empathy. When somebody says, yeah, the guy screwed up, but look, baseball. The steroid thing. Who's the only one that came out of that okay? The only one that came out of that okay? The dude that confessed. Yeah, the dude Randy that basically... Pettit. Yeah, Randy Pettit. Pettit. Yeah. He was the only one that said, oh, I'm totally guilty of what you're saying. It's bad. I it's did rampant. It. I did it. I feel awful. Meanwhile, you got Palmero pointing at Congress. Oh, yeah. You guys want to accuse me of something I've never done? Yeah, you did. Caught you. Uh, you know, uh, McGuire, McGuire crying. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what it was into. Rodriguez yeah. blaming his cousin. Rodriguez blaming his family. He didn't know what was going on. Bonds had some sad. I let my cousin stab me yeah. in the ass with what, a needle. The only guy that got immediately popped <laughs> right back into, into baseball and said, sorry about that, was Andy Pettit. Because yeah. he said, I screwed up. There's, there's something awesome in that. I'm an idiot. And I was an idiot for a long time. John, and I goofed. Doesn't Griner already have an origin story? And we already have the guy to play her because he already did it. In Tu Wong Fu... Wesley Snipes <laughs> played right. a transgender. There's a he could just there. continue the role as yeah. Brittany Griner. Yeah, hey, look. He you don't even have, money. Yeah, you don't even have to dress <laughs> up in the... Tu Wong Fu was harder because it was gowns and heels. It, right. You could dress more like a dude with Brittany. He already did it and white men can't jump. That's so, true. I mean, it wouldn't be much of a stretch. He can play. He might be a little too good for the game. <laughs> yeah. That guy said, boy, we do live in a culture of victimhood. Did you watch Jay-Z at the... Uh, Grammys complaining that his wife has never been nominated for album of the year, but she does have more Grammy awards than anyone in history. She just wants the big one. Yeah. All right. Maybe you lose sometimes. (gasps) Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I know. I know. 
I know you're the most decorated artist in history. Good for you. Take some pride in that. You'll lose one. You, you just, you got to put out another album and try again. But pressure on the Academy to, to give it to you just because you're great? That's just arrogance. John, the black community here. I'm black. Uh, you just made a black simile mistake. What I do? Uh, Muggsy Bogues was five foot three. He never dunked in a game. That was five foot six. Spud Webb. Spud Webb was five nine. Also, so oh, there you go. That. Black yeah, simile. Five eight. Black, black simile. But Muggsy never dunked in a game, which doesn't surprise me. But he sure could dunk. It, 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 I, I yeah. didn't dunk look it up. He could dunk, yeah. but he never dunked right, that's in a game. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that statistic, and uh, I will take it on black authority. It's, it's February. The black community yeah. has chimed in. You have chimed. Thank you, black community. I didn't know if he was dunking in games or not, and I don't know that I ever made that claim. I just know he could dunk, and it was. I Remarkable. do like black simile, though. <laughs> it was a, a black simile is one word, not a black simile <laughs> yes. as in as or like. Yes. Right. <laughs> he could dunk like, but that's a black simile, right? <laughs> but yeah, he could dunk. He won the dunk contest. He was a machine. <laughs> Spud Webb, yeah, and they put him at five seven. Spud yeah. Webb and Muggsy Bogues because he was five three and could get up on the rim. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Donovan says, John, I don't know. Wesley's much better looking than Brittany. I don't think he could pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I agree. <laughs> All right. You're one inch in Brittany and Wesley's <laughs> one inch in you. Which way do you move? <laughs> I push back on the superstar. <laughs> I always bet on Wesley is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a strange, it's strange because it's going to happen. We've turned into an episode of Cheers, by the way. Black black communities chimed in again. None to be too confused. Oh, has he got five, more? Six. He's five, five six. six. Okay, all right. Well, if that's their Wikipedia. Brady said five seven. You said five nine. I remember, nine. They, dunking, I remember them saying over? five nine. Well, that's Spud Webb. He could yeah, leap. Oh, that was yeah. Spud. Okay, and he Spud. won the dunk contest. And so did Muggsy, didn't he? I don't know. I'm Muggsy pretty sure he did. He didn't win. No. It? Oh, he was dunking. I remember watching a thing on NBA. Yeah, Sunday I remember NBA, seeing. He could dunk the ball, and I'm like, he's five three. But in fairness, never made the claim he did it in a game because I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not pulling back on my I don't clients. think. Uh, I just blacks, know he was five. Three. I don't think black community was chiding you for it. No, no, no I know. Correct. I know. We're just going. You know, yeah, I look. I can handle it. We're going back and forth, exchanging information. It makes sense to me. It's a black thing you wouldn't understand. I do understand that he's five three. I can. I understand heights and weights. I understand measures. Actually, that's not true because once you get into quarts and gallons and stuff, I get confused. Why don't you shut up, Jew, and give Beyonce her Grammy? <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I am on the voting committee. That's right. Now you're that a I'm Jew. a Jew, yeah. <laughs> I do have power in the music industry I've never had. <laughs> you just realized. Since I've been anointed a Jew by the Gilbertians. <laughs> oh, Gilbert. Thanks for making you, me. Uh, on the see, practice squad still? Or have oh, you no, elevated? I'm Jew. According to Gilbert, elevated. I am a okay. Jew. I am I am the propaganda posters from World War II that Hitler was putting out. That's me. They think I'm crazy. I get emails from a couple of them still. Hilarious. I'm fine with it. I'm a little, I'm oddly upset at certain parts of it. But yeah, for the most part. Yeah, and immediately, I don't know if you guys know that, Gilbert, but thanks. Now I get votes in the uh, Oscars and the uh, in the Grammys because of you. He's a Jew? Does he have a voting? Get him a membership. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, too. Oh, I'm yeah, sure get in on that, too. Yep, look out now. And then uh, speaking of, uh, Mojo Nixon passed away, so the band was uh, putting him on the list for Night of the Singing Dead 2024. Did he get on the, the Outlaw Cruise. One? What did yeah. he do? I don't Oh, Don Henley Elvis must is die. Everywhere. Elvis is everywhere. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Him and Skid Roper. Mojo Nixon and Skid Roper. Okay. Mojo Nixon was sort of a like 
He was Weird Al, and then anti-hero. He, but he was more like, oh no, you mean this? Yeah, like, you're you're serious about it. Don Henley must die is one of my favorite Mojo Nixon <laughs> moments. But he was a little bit over the top. Yeah. If if he were to be he played, was committed. A, he was Gary Busey in his prime. Sort of the dude had a lot of extra juice. He was coming at you with. He was coming in hot. The Mojo Nixon, and he died on a on a one of those music cruise things. Yeah, the Outlaw Cruise. Okay, I don't know who else was on that, but Mojo Nixon being on that bill, uh, hopefully pretty low, because I'm not going on a cruise to see Mojo <laughs> Nixon. I don't know how don't big know. a draw. You don't think he might have just been 3, a, a passenger? <laughs> he might he might have just bought tickets to the show, <laughs> and then people are like, "Is that Mojo Nixon in the third row? Should we call him up?" No, you just open in a can of worms there. But he was only in his 60s, so that's Mojo Nixon and Toby Keith, and I don't know who the third one's going to be. But. I guess Mojo Nixon counts. I... Sure. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's kind of one of those. Now. Uh, it's a tough one. Well, no, a, well, uh, I know what you're saying. Apollo would be the third oh, if, there you if, go. if there you're going to count Jeez. Mojo. Apollo. Are they the same realm? Apollo, Toby, and Mojo. They don't have to be in the same thing, just celebrities. No. No. Okay. So I guess maybe he would be the third. If we're going from last Friday to today, in a he week's time. He is the um, last one on the list yeah, I was gonna say, of uh, people going down Mojo Nixon in the... Go get your glasses, Yeah, pop, come pop. on, Pop. And the pop. toad liquors. <laughs> All right. That took too long. <laughs> I thought it was turquoise. And you know you have font. You can grow yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't. I thought yeah. I could figure it out you quicker. Sad. Who's the headliner on your bottom of the list? Who was on, who was Lucinda the Williams is top. Steve Earle. Oh, okay. So it's kind of a... Lucinda Williams well, over Steve Earle. Yeah. Interesting. It's a middling cruise. Is this one of those river cruises? This is not a... Uh, <laughs> this is a we're not in the Bahamas it's for Miami, this. Miami, Puerto Rico. Yeah, well, put Linda Williams oh, no, on there, for God's one. sakes. Miami to Puerto Rico. San Juan. It's got nothing going on. Mm. Mm. Miami to San Juan is like... Oh, it's an hour? That's usually where you start a cruise. San Juan or Miami. Sold out. And then you move on to like... The Virgin Islands. Sold out. Were they on the USS Minnow or what? (laughs) How many people did Lucinda draw into this cruise? (laughs) Did the people on the cruise know that those celebrities would be bothering them the entire time? Or was it just a regular Uh, cruise that they added? I said one room available. Surprise festival cruise. You don't find out who's on it until you board. Or you don't know at all. (laughs) It's a crapshoot whether or not your cruise turns into a rock and roll cruise. And then all of a sudden, there's Kiss. God damn it. Damn it. And you have to watch or you get charged double in your suite. No disembarkment. It's called the ticks, kiss tax. Sorry, <laughs> ticks cast. <laughs> the kiss tax. That's you don't, you don't spend time with yeah. us. You can't uh, be on the cruise for free. Yeah, there's Gene Simmons walking by and you're like, what did you book us on? How you doing? See you tonight. Ah, we're on one of those kiss cruises. Well, you'd be all right. You're an anointed Jew now. That's so true. Be, you know. Come with me. You get front row. <laughs> You know, we've never won a Grammy. Yeah, I would expect that, Jim. (laughs) Why? Music is the greatest music ever written. Maybe of all time. With your genius song lyrics, Christine 16. That was a beautiful song about a different time. (laughs) About banging an underage girl into submission. Benny did it. If anyone did, everyone Uh, was doing it. Ringo Starr did it. That's how popular it used to be. She's 16. She's beautiful. <laughs> they included the age in the song. I'm writing about this. How Counting on MTV, the 16. video. She's beautiful and she's mine. 
Did that have a video? That was before. That was like 76. That was before. Well, I thought Ringo was the latest one with. Oh, uh, thanks. I think the 16. I thought that was in the. Oh, Steven Tyler did. Steven Tyler did for yeah. sure. I thought, no, I don't remember. And Winger wanted to class it up, and they went for 17, 17 instead. You know, like, All right, come on, guys. It's a little extreme. 18. <laughs> no, it is not that. Uh, it's 7.22 in the morning sickness. Let's get ourselves a wake-up song, shall we? Sure, why not? All right, wake-up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. And uh, like we've been talking all week, and it's got to keep bringing it up. Up north is getting hammered with Rush. the snow. So head on over to Action Ride Shop. Get those skis, boards, bindings, everything you need to go up north and enjoy your time. They got it in stock. Here's so. another thing I understand, and this is beautiful. Rent yourself a bike. I suggest Pivot because I like Pivots because yeah. I got Santa Cruz and all the They just the put the new switchblade out, as a matter of fact. This weekend, drive up to Sedona and hit what's called the West Fork Trail. It's a walking trail, but you can also ride it and then leave your bike for a while. It's six inches of snow in Sedona. It's going to be gorgeous. Those trails... Up there, and you're going to have some riding to do. Don't go crazy on, I think it's called Mescal Trail. You'll blow your legs off. Well, that sounds bad. But that's too, yeah, because they named it after the thing <laughs> that makes you drunk, too. Yeah. That it's, it's the prettiest trail in Sedona. I love it. But uh, biking stuff with that snow, you haven't lived until you've done Sedona trails. Biking, hiking, do whatever. Maybe just go there and get some clothes and walk it. But get to Sedona if you're not up to going to the, the skiing. Because we've got an hour and a half from here. It's a wonderland, and Action Ride Shop's going to yeah. cover your ass on it. And they oh. do got the new pivot switchblades in, so Great brand new bike. this year. So Great bike, yeah. Yeah, rent one of those. Yeah. Just drive up to, you know, get off there on exit 179, head up, and roll into Sedona and take Broken Arrow. Do anything you can to ride until you can. And to be careful, but man, oh, man, you haven't, you haven't seen Sedona until you've been on one of those back trails on a bike. Forget it. It's awesome. So do that. That's a good weekend plan oh, yeah. for those of you who don't want to deal with Super Bowl or anything. like the snow, 26 inches at Snowball. Well, they in, said they had three storm. feet in Flagstaff. Wow. So oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure the storm itself is like, it's huge. It's awesome for winter sports. All right, on the list, we've got Disturbed, Soil Work, Black Tide, ACDC, Skid Row, Clutch, Parkway Drive, Marilyn Manson, All That Remains, Cypress Hill making an appearance, uh, BLS, Typo, Pantera. Cypressford, Brittany. Nice. <laughs> this guy says, man, I heard your story earlier about the lady who wanted to get uh, taken into the woods and thrown down. My lady just likes to go to the woods. Uh, ends up always on her stomach because she just can't walk around. Sign Nathan Sutherland. Well, that's not. Don't take her out of the facility, Nate. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> she can't see the outdoors right now. She stays in. Uh, well, wow. That's a weird list. Uh, I kind of want to play a little Mojo Nixon, and I also uh, don't. Yeah, because it's like four. It seconds sounds like of a good idea yeah, until, until you get into it. Until you realize it's three more minutes. It's like playing Guar. They're great to see right, live, yeah. but you don't want to just listen yeah. to them without the visuals. You hear the beginning, and you're like, "Hey, fun!" And then you're like, "Oh, this just kind of keeps got going." Three more minutes of this. Yeah, uh, I don't care. You pick one, Brett. Uh, Whatever you want. We can do a little Cypress Hill for Brittany. Okay. <laughs> Insane in the membrane. Sane in the brain. Yeah, it's just, a, you know, people get tired of being sold. I think that's the big thing we're all feeling. And you don't want to get sold a story that's not true without it. Again, accountability is what you need. It's a basic tenet in writing. Your, your anti-hero has to have an empathetic moment where he admits everything he's done is bad. Has to happen. Otherwise, you've been cheering for a bad guy. And nobody wants to do that without saying, yeah, but. 
Even Thanos struggled a little bit. Thanos had his issues and terrible Marvel writing, which is for dumb people. Even they knew, (laughs) hey, the dumb people will turn on him if he just keeps firing away with that. You can't have it. That's why when Batman turns dark, everybody goes, oh, no. He's got such a good side. Hopefully he remembers that and he'll realize what he's doing is wrong. That's the thing you want. You want your character to realize what they're doing isn't right and they're lost in it. He turned dark. You don't remember that? They actually did do that to him, too. No, that's fact. (laughs) They made it. Well, Superman, every time he goes bad, they make him black. I don't know how any, like, sitting there, if I was, mm mm-hmm. I see what's going on around here. (laughs) Uh, Cypress Hill, this one's for you, uh, Brittany, in her book announcement. Highly recommend everybody reads it and then take on your own opinion. Somebody just asked me what I would think about this. And from what I read, sounds like she's going to make herself a victim. We'll see. Uh, it's Cypress Hill. She still loves that weed, though, I bet. I bet she still smokes. That's what, That's another chapter. Do I still smoke? I bet she's just one page. goes, hell yes. I wouldn't smoke weed anymore. I, none of it would be worth the risk. That stuff would be gone. It's like when you're, uh, you know, you're younger and you have that, uh, you know, souped up car that goes too fast. Or you got a motorcycle that just blazes around. And you get a little older and you're like, this thing, uh, I've been dodging bullets on this for a long time. It's time for me lucky. To, yeah, it's time for me to just, you know what? It's a great thing. Uh, it's a matter of time before I'm acting. I'm acting like an idiot on this now. I got too comfortable with it. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Beautiful Thursday, this atmospheric river just doing absolutely no damage to us, and we couldn't be happier about it. And get our little winter week, and then we'll be back to normal. Where's Ian Schwartz? Two weeks, we by the way, Brett. This. We got ourselves some pitchers and catchers popping in. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, it's amazing. Got baseball, you got Super yeah. Bowl's over, and then within a week of the Super Bowl, we got spring training reporting. Ah! They're here now for the open. Oh, they're all Check hanging around. Sure. Well, the, the billboards are up. Kevin Rowe texts me uh, after our debate about the Brock Purdy billboard. Kevin Rowe texts me, um, they got uh, billboards of Mike Trout down here in Tempe. And I'm like, it's spring training. It's part of the local lure. Of course they have that. That's something very localized. I said, if they're here in July, we'll have a problem. And that was, in my opinion, Kevin's way of admitting I'm still arguing the point I lost on your show the other day. Because if he felt comfortable with what he'd said, he wouldn't have to continue to try to prove himself. Well, it's like I told him. I why felt sorry for him. Why don't you have billboards up for, uh, you know, Bellinger? Exactly. He grew up here. Exactly. And he went to school exactly. here. Because he wasn't friends with him. It's a great argument. I still love it. And still, It was very funny, though, when he texted me. But, yeah, they're, those spring training guys are right around the corner. It's pretty awesome. It's, we're heading into just an awesome time to be around here. Once this storm clears and it gets back into the 80s, ah, perfect. Paradise, I tell you, you live in it. Take advantage of it while it's here. Uh, we got ourselves a Brady Report. Uh, and if you want to beat the crowds at the Open, well, Hooters can help you with that. Come watch the action at Hooters. You can watch the tournament on TV there if you want, not stand out there in this muck. Uh, and they got basketball and hockey games, all the stuff that's going on, especially localized. Uh, Suns have a game tonight. Uh, they're playing, uh, and then they go, can they go play Golden State? They got some, they got Utah tonight. Uh, and you can watch everything you want to watch right there at Hooters. And only at Hooters will they have that opportunity on Sunday to watch the big game and win a 65 inch television. So think about that while you're there. And also think if it wasn't for them, 
Brady wouldn't be able to do a Brady report, so thank you, Hooters. Brady reporting. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Fat Thursday. What's that mean? It's the Thursday before Ash Wednesday. So this is the day that uh, probably uh, bashes will drop off those pashkis, those donuts. (laughs) That's what the religious uh, tie-in is? That's that's Brady's (laughs) tie-in. That's Brady's tie-in. Fat Thursday. This is No Fat Tuesday is a thing. What's Fat Thursday? The feeding. This before, is the first time I've ever heard of Fat Thursday. Of, uh, is this just how rent. fat people communicate by making another food day out of a thing that isn't quite yeah. here yet? Wasn't it just Fat Tuesday for a while? Yeah, then- that, I've never heard of Fat Thursday. There was no restaurant called Fat Thursdays. Well, we're in. So basically, it's fat people not being it's able to Thursday. wait till Tuesday. Well, we're in. It's a we're Thursday. not in, Brady. This, you just don't accept it because it's free pasties okay, or whatever. Okay, it's also National Kite Flying Day. Right. Great. Go fly a kite, fatty, is what he's saying after your eat your giant dough ball with powdered sugar. Because you can't wait till Tuesday when those were traditionally served. This is the first I'm hearing of Fat Thursday. <laughs> For me, too. But you got it out there, and then you encourage bashes to drop off some donuts. Genius. Every, day, every Thursday in America is Fat Thursday, by the way. That's what, yeah. <laughs> said that. Um, I can't wait till Tuesday. I got to eat those things now. Let's create another holiday where Bashes feels obligated to drop off some Greek donuts. Captain Crunch did not achieve the rank of captain until 2023. Did he ever achieve the rank of captain? He never spelled it properly. He did in 2023. The, and the reason being, I think the uh, bars on his uh, the oh, patch right. on his. He wasn't an actual captain. His coat. Yeah. Was corporal or corporal or something? Some, it's just stolen valor, if you ask me. Doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. But corporal semantically crunch. and corporal legally, Cap'n yeah. uh, was never a captain. Right. He could argue that I never said I was a captain. I said I was a Cap'n. So it wasn't stolen valor. It is stolen valor because he. Well, true. Yeah, he didn't put the proper stripes on. So no matter what military he didn't. Just a costume. You know who he is? He's L. Ron Hubbard. Is what this guy is. <laughs> he made his he, own. he just made his own thing up on a ship. Steve Jobs picked the name Apple because he was on a diet of nothing but fruits and vegetables when the company was started up. So he could have had the banana phone? Or the granola phone? <laughs> fruits and vegetables. Granola phone's pretty good. The busiest highway in North America is in Toronto. Huh. More than 500,000 cars drive on Kings Highway 401 every day. I thought it had been the five over there in L.A. See, I don't know what a highway and a freeway, like there's differences and I don't, you think the 405. That's, that's what I was thinking. That nightmare, that disaster on the west side of Los Angeles, the O.J. Road, they call it. They Down really? on O.J. Road. No, I just made that oh. up. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, man. If O.J. Road. Locally known. <laughs> like if Detour Dan comes on in L.A. Yeah. Down on the O.J., the southbound yeah, OJ. down on OJ Boulevard. <laughs> the OJ I would loop. listen to traffic. You would, know, I yeah. wouldn't change it. <laughs> Everybody would. No, absolutely. As soon as I hear detour deck car right. Yeah. <laughs> we got trouble on OJ Road, but it's been worse in the past. There's a thread online where people are talking about the obvious things that they didn't pick up on until someone else pointed them out. Like uh, someone said. Like the uh, arrow in FedEx. Which is huh? the arrow in FedEx. And their logo is a big arrow. Yeah. When you write FedEx, it's a huge arrow. And until you see it, 
can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. Once you see it, gotcha. FedEx becomes less letters and more arrow. There's also mm. an arrow in Amazon, but it's supposed to be a smile. Oh, that's a dick. Yeah. Right. I know. That's a wiener. <laughs> but the FedEx arrow, I see first beyond FedEx at this point. I don't see FedEx. I see the arrow. Someone said that, as far as music, it's called metal because it's harder than rock right. music. But a lot of people didn't pick up on that. Hundreds of years ago, Goodbye <laughs> was born out of a shortened form of God Be With You. Ah. Is that, is that why Rob Halford's the metal god? He's the metal god. <laughs> he's harder than rock. <laughs> That's right, Brett. Howdy came out of How Do Ye. Ah. Pipe cleaners aren't just for childhood crafts. They're a tool for cleaning tobacco pipes. Right. That's why they're called well, pipe cleaners. You're going to be a moron yeah. to not put that together. <laughs> Who put the other Wait, one somebody says, really? Wait a second. Explain it again. <laughs> There's a pipe that goes in? There's what then? It cleans a what? Yeah, it's a pipe cleaner. Whoa. What? Ball oh. pipes? No, like, smoking pipes. I'm done talking to you. <laughs> Mad and Mad Men? Madison? Madison Avenue. Madison yeah. Avenue. Madison Advertising. Bats are not actually blind, but the phrase blind is a bat. But there's no species of bat that's blind. Microbats see differently than humans. Microbats? In low light We've conditions. Megabats, the bigger ones. Uh-oh. Have eyesight as good as humans, if not better. <laughs> Nebraska is dumping its hilarious self-deprecating tourism slogan. Nebraska, honestly, it's not for everyone. <laughs> right. I think it's great. It is. And it, it, Truth and advertising. Yeah, boy, is that a fact. They ranked 50th uh, in state tourism but wh- why five we, years ago. But who goes to Nebraska for tourism anyway? You go, if they have a funny slug line, you might go say, oh, they're up to something over there in Lincoln. Well, they started that slogan in 2019. Lincoln and Omaha, they're on opposite sides. What's in the middle? Nothing. Now they rank 41st. They've moved up nine notches. Now the, the governor of Nebraska, uh, Jim Pillen. Says, I'm not a fan. Can we talk to tourists? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a yeah. fan of the, uh, the, the slogan. slogan. So he's going to ruin it. And the, other, and, the, else. and the and eight or nine states underneath them are Iowa. The ones all around them, Kansas, Iowa. There's nothing to see there. There's and, no nobody. No travel agent goes, you know, you should try well, first. South Dakota's above them, so the you're going to go up there. Beaches of Nebraska. Before uh, that slogan, it was Nebraska, where the West begins. Right. Skip it. And get to the ending. The good parts are over here. This is a story that's kind of interesting. In fact, if I was Nebraska, I would just say, Nebraska, you're probably almost there, would be the thing. So you're just going through it. You're you're probably pretty close to where you're going because it's right in the middle. A great place to rest before you reach your destination. (laughs) Nebraska. A while back, a man in Maine named Scott Menke was out with his metal detector where he uncovered a tungsten ring, looked pretty rough. Uh, so his initial thought it was to clean it up and sell it. But once he cleared it out and got it cleaned up, he noticed there was initials and date engraved on the ring. It was a wedding band. He decided that he'd try to find the owner, posted it online, and a woman messaged him back saying she thought it was uh, her ring. Yeah, he couldn't believe it. First of all, someone responded and said, all right. She immediately responded with uh, the correct initials in the date. Oh. So he offered to meet up with her to return it, but she stopped responding. 
He reached out again. She eventually told him she didn't want it. She told him that it was her ex-husband's, and he apparently thrown it in the river, and he found it. This no, Scott no, guy no, found it. Right. But wait a minute. I was like, that's not her ring. It was his ring. What do you mean? She gave him the wedding band. Oh, I see. What but you're she's saying. calling to claim the ring initially. Well, she's calling to say, "I know whose yeah. ring that is." She doesn't want. She it. told him to keep it and go ahead and sell it. Right. So it's just some wedding band. It's worth like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Mm. Well, Tungsten, a, maybe a couple hundred. A lackluster story. Yeah, that didn't. Yeah, where's this good. going? Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of a nothing burger. <laughs> some dude found some guy's wedding ring and the ex-wife said, "Ah, who's that is? Do you want it? Nah." He's a In other news, keep it, throw it. <laughs> Treasure hunter. That's why right. Brady that's, picked that's, up that's, on it. Using his metal detector and found a guy. Used the K one thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Finding a man's wedding band is. I'd rather find a bunch of pennies. They're pointless. They're worthless in resale, and they're not that expensive to start with. No, they're nothing. There's zero value to these things. I would never wear one because I cut my fingers. I, I I open the webbing in my fingers with a ring on. I don't know how. I just kept twisting and twisting and twisting until the webbing of my fingers oh, you cut, it. cut open. Oh, I'm like, I can't wear these things. Like, mine's I just a gold band, and there's yeah, nothing to that's it. That's all I had yeah. in mine, and it was chopping up my hand. I, I fidget. Dropping it. I would play with it. I'd fidget it. And then a watch, forget it. I'll rip. I'll break my bones playing with a watch. I can't have jewels and stuff. But And also, men's wedding bands are a scam. There's an employee at this... Uh, Hong Kong office. It's a multinational company. He transferred nearly $26 million to scammers last month after attending a video call with deep fakes. Oh, wow. He was the only real person, real person in oh, this. Oh, my goodness. And the deep fakes basically said, at the meeting, you need to start transferring uh, some of this money here. It totaled up to $26 million, 15 transactions. Oh, my God. So they're trying to figure out who's behind the deep fakes where go and that? where do you trace oh, you're the money. Done. You're not finding that a deep fake Zoom call. Yep, I'm going to be susceptible to that for the rest of my life. But I don't like to give money to people without like handing it to them. I've learned that lesson through Super Bowl ticket buys. Yeah, and that's not true actually because uh, I do hand over Amazon and stuff like that all the time. But if it's a dude telling me I've got this opportunity, you got to wire me money and it's just a guy i don't do that maybe i'd still get suckered in though this dude uh syed amir razazi was distributing cards outside a casino in calgary and on the cards we're saying hey i'm your guy if you need some more and stapled on it was a little baggie with a sample of his cocaine mm. <laughs> marketing it was good marketing, yeah. guerrilla marketing there, but uh, they passed out so many cards, the police, uh, pretty easy to track them down. Sure. His phone number's on the card. It's pretty easy. I want my landscapers to just throw those bags of rocks with their card in my driveway to start in with that. How about a little something for the effort? How about an eight ball per package? They end up going over to his place and they found the digital scale, drug residue, twelve, a little over 1200 bucks in cash. Also, also seized a box of business cards with the name Alex Lee on them. Nice. He tried a new approach to <laughs> there's, cocaine distribution. There's a little card. Nice monogram. Oh, it looks initials. great. Alex yeah. Lee, driver. Here's a little cocaine for the effort. <laughs> 
How many people got it and used the Coke? Like, hey, great. And then somebody finds some loudmouth housewife turned him in. What a terrible move that was. They had a little system going. Richard Plowd's dreams of making the world's tallest matchstick sculpture of the Eiffel Tower. He might get robbed of it. It's a. Uh, he pieced together 706,000 matchsticks to make this 23-foot 23, 23 oh, model the of the Eiffel Tower. I saw this. Those were matchsticks? Yes. Was he going to burn it? Well, the Guinness World Records said they got bad news. He used the wrong type of matchsticks oh, to qualify for the record. Their part. So he was using, started out using the right matchsticks. They had the head, so he had to cut the sulfur head off the Why? mat. Why? So then the company says, oh, you're doing this? We'll send you uh, 333,000 sticks without the heads on them oh. to speed it up so you don't have to cut them up. So they weren't actually So they're calling them out. Yeah. It doesn't so make it a sticks. matchstick. Yeah. But they might. Well, they're, they're ruling on it wow. now. Oh, well, thank that God. Yeah. But the picture of this well, thing. I'm, I'm, Brady won't cover. be able to sleep. Yes. Please keep us posted on I the, will. Uh, <laughs> the outcome of this one. You know who complained about it and got their attention? The guy who has the record. The metal detector guy. Oh, yeah, the tungsten ring fella. Yeah. It's all for full circle. Is that what that is? Yeah. Way to tie it together. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> nice callback. Yeah, it was. It was really it was appropriate. It mattered. It meant something. He's just still bitter that that story he told was the worst one ever. Man finds ring of zero value. Woman doesn't want ring. Man doesn't care. I would have been pissed oh, if she wanted the ring. If we go yeah. through a new segment where we boil it down to four yeah. words, yeah. his stories. Guy with the thing found a ring, <laughs> put it online, lady said, I know whose ring that is. Next story. And then uh, neither of them wanted it. Kind of worthless. <laughs> no one got any value from this story at all, especially the guy who found the ring. You were trying to make it about bitter women. She could take the money. What money? It's a man's wedding ring. If she's so hard up for money, two hundred bucks. You say he was no. Dead. That's brand new. You're not selling it for two hundred. You might get twelve, bu- twelve, fifteen bucks for your wedding ring today. Go over to Byron and, and Eric at the at the shop at Mo Money and say how much for my ring as a man. You you might have spent I just five hundred and fifty dollars for this twelve fifteen bucks. Well, it depends. Yeah, it depends on what it is. Yeah, like, yeah. Just gonna, like all, this one. This is going to be the weight of the gold. Twelve. Yeah. It's all, all weight twelve of cents. The gold. Twelve cents. They're not offering you full pull on that. No, it's just whatever the gold's yeah. worth. Right, but that if be, you got tungsten, it's worth nothing. Zero. Yeah, might as well be. Might as well just have a rock taped to your yeah. finger. <laughs> PF Chang's offers. Uh, it's going on right now. You get free breakup dumplings. <laughs> I just say it that way. You dumped them. You dumped your joke. <laughs> nice. A little tongue Wait, shot out at you. Get a six every... count of shrimp or pork dumplings. Don't say it like that. Dumplings. Ew. Like watching a turtle eat. Let's get to some radio videos. <laughs> Dumplings. Dumplings. I get it. That is an apt description. <laughs> yeah. When their tongue catches the carrot, that's to kick it back out. He yeah. tongued at me. Yeah. Dumplings. Yuck. We get it. He got yeah. dumped. Valentine's Day, you get some free dumplings. Because one thing you need when you're broken up with is this higher sodium rate. If you're too dense to get that, maybe yeah. you shouldn't break up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pipe cleaners or what? I'm still on the last one. That's how you have to order them, too, if you're at the restaurant. No, don't do that. You get punched in the face. <laughs> First radio video is a forklift ac- accident. Oh, boy. He's going after some Pretty of those graphic. big old uh, shipping crates. 
Is that the border? Is that the makeshift border wall? Here comes the forklift. Oh, there's what? a shoe. Oh, there's, there's a guy a under it. That's why. Oh, he got rolled over on his own. Shredding. Oh, that's split. He's in half, and he's still getting up a little bit. Oh, he's not sure. Oh, his legs How in the done. world? Oh, still kicking. He's going to be selling adorable blankets yeah. very soon. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He's going to have to relearn to walk. So he's just walking across the street Walked there. right in front of the... And then the forklift shows up because he's out of the screen, and he's under it. Forklift driver's honking the horn. Hey, get out of the way! A little late on the horn, but then oh. I don't understand. Like the rollover, he is just groin pulled. It, if you could imagine, wow. it's bone tomahawk. Right it is down it the is. almost. Oh, and he's still alive because his upper body didn't get squished. Just his groin and legs. Oh, that's horrible. Is that him yeah. grabbing his phone hey, at the end, playing Ooh. Pokemon Go. Who honks? Yeah, that's weird. That might, oh, have been, the guy, that might have been the, the guy in this forklift. It's oh, oh, forklift. the one filming it. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. I was going to look, look at the wiper there. That's yeah, yeah. Like, All right. So he's in a forklift yeah. filming, and he's honking at the guy who just killed the other dude. Oh, my Lord. Next one's a lady trying to get a selfie with a camel. Oh, it's pulling her hair, hair off. Oh, it just dies on the... Oh, it pulls her hair. She's standing too close, and that camel just... Oh, just shreds her hair out. Big old water. Her scalp comes with that. That's sweet. Oh, 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 that hurts. And you got it on your selfie. And he ate it. And the better part is the dude filming focuses on the camel camel. eating the hair, not the lady in just absolute tragic hair pull. We we might have seen this one, but it's a review. But it's a a man dart or a man jart. It happens fast. So it'll reset. Is it some sort of ramp? He fell. Oh, and got, oh yeah, we see were, this, but it's yeah. worth it. I don't remember watch. this. Yeah. So he just falls oh, out of the sky onto. The other dude's on a scooter sitting right, right. there. Right. It looks like uh, lane breaks. So and so you can't cross the lanes. It's big metal pipes, posts. Oh, to man. keep cars from crossing over. And he fa- Where does he come from? Man. Heaven. That's where. Man. He just falls into the shot and right onto the pole. Upper deck. Woof. Last one's a quick uh, sledding for okay. your, uh, your snowfall oh, yeah, happening. Up north. This yeah. is the Brady Giggler. Oh. Somebody face, face first sledding. Oh, and a girl's butt bumps into another girl's face. Brady. Good night, everybody. <laughs> no, goodbye. You yeah, mean no goodbye. Kidding. What are you doing? And that's his closer. <laughs> that That's the big finale? <laughs> a girl's butt touched a girl's face. <laughs> I see that every day in Pornhub. Yeah, and four-year-old Brady he doesn't think he, we have access to Yeah, but to you that. don't see it over the clothes. Sometimes. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. a good point, too. <laughs> right. That's right, Brady. Because why would we want to <laughs> waste time so with that? So everyone can see. Oh, that's why? Because you can share it. So PG? the kids can enjoy a little <laughs> anal angus. <laughs> it's for the kids. <laughs> it's for National Fart Day. It's Lil Anal Angus. Denim lingus. No, when you no, watched that, you thought that's yourself. Dope. That's going in the mix. That's a good one. Her boompy bot- bottomed out in her face on the sled. <laughs> and then that girl had a nose full of boompy. <laughs> also, man split in half by forklift. Off brand. All right, Brett. I can't compete with that closer. Yeah, I'm no, just going to hold off. Yeah, I'll hold off too. I'll wait till tomorrow. Boom, Top that just so you yeah. guys pants. miss me for yeah, tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> Ski pants, boopy into nose of girl is too hard to top. Strong finish.
And Did your face hit my boobie? Using the word strong a little right. heavy there, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brett and I, we scrub past that yeah. part of the video. Get on it. Quit licking that. Not with clothes on. <laughs> we never seen it with clothes on. That. Quit licking that. That's, that is not sanitary. Come on. Get your tongue out of that boompy. Boop. Or boompy. <laughs> that was in the office when I heard that this morning when I walked by. <laughs> and it happened like four times in a row. <laughs> boompy to nose. The worst. All right, there you go. Well, that's better. At least we don't end with our stomachs in a knot from death. I mean, I have we a, end with our I stomachs have a in really a knot. Brutal one. I'll just okay. I'll save it for it's tomorrow. a Friday, Jim. Yeah. There you go. That is your brainy report. It's ninety eight KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. We roll through another day in the glorious paradise known as Le Valley. Uh, and it is February. means we're creeping up on that Valentine's Day. Also, Black History Month. And we like to pay tribute musically because, you know, let's be honest, rock and roll doesn't have a lot of ties to the African-American community. I... Like to harken back to my body count. My sure, you got a couple. There's always a, there's always <laughs> an outlier. I have to harken back to my uh, my contributions to the African American community, which are vast and many. I was the voice, the local voice of probably the most urban station that's ever lived in Phoenix. Wouldn't you say, Brady? Kiss twelve thirty, the rhythm close, of the city. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been anything more uh, strictly targeting. The African American community, quite like Kiss Twelve Thirty in the nineties, which, by the way, I was the only live voice on locally. You're welcome. Again, not allowed to do appearances and stuff because, well, that would have ruined everything. But I was other than that in, in community affairs. Oh yeah, that's true. Howard yeah. Dean. Yeah. Was it Howard Dean? It, not no, Howard Dean. Um, George Dean. Yeah. Yeah, George Dean. John Holmberg. Come on in, George Dean. Let's start by talking about the weather. President of the Phoenix Urban League. I love George. I used to have to record his show. So yeah, I was, I was pretty. I was integral to the operation that was known as Kiss Twelve Thirty, the Rhythm of the City in the nineties. I would like to bring back that station. It doesn't exist anymore. Nice. And I want your help, gentle listeners of Phoenix. We're gonna play a little post it. The game where you guys ramp up a little conversation and try to end your break right as the... We've done the example, but like, give it to me a little bit here. This is what it would sound a little bit like. It's 826 here at Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. You got yourself John Daniels here. How y'all doing? Hope it's a wonderful day. I hope y'all staying dry out there because, man, oh, man, it is rough. It's weather that's coming through. Atmospheric River, which was my wife's nickname in high school. I tease. Anyway, as the weather scoops by our beautiful city, I have to remind you this weekend, Saturday, I'm going to be out at Jalopy Jungle with my friend Dave and, of course, Desmond Wilson, who played Lamont on Sanford and Son. Lou Rawls coming at you right now on Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. You'll never find. That's how that works, right? That's about a 38-second post, too. I'm guessing. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, you're you're pretty close. Here's a... 
Where are we at with the... It's 34, 35? 36. He's at 36. I was pretty damn close yeah, to that, right? Solid. So I posted a little Lou Rawls, and that was me on Kiss 1230, The Rhythm of the City. Now, most of the time, my job was just to tell you about the local employment fairs that were here, and I was only allowed to do that once a week. Jalopy Jungle. <laughs> the Jalopy Jungle. We saw the Jalopy Jungle with Desmond Wilson this weekend. If you'd like to come by me, Lamont from Sanford and Son. If you sign an autograph, said selling vehicles. Good whips, too. 1986 Regency Broham on sale for $1,783. Damn! The interior's got a burn mark in it, but that is worth the price, and I think you can put a little tape over that, player. <laughs> you got the dead presents, we got the ride. <laughs> yeah. You break out the Benjamins, you're going to be driving away in an electric vehicle, and Ben would be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was what I used to do. It was a job I had, and I was the voice of uh, Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city, for a couple minutes a day. I didn't know you were so urban. You know? I was. That's great. And then, so I've told the story before, but literally, the only two black employees in that building were Mary Scott, who went crazy, I think, and then another guy, uh, Steve something, and he popped over, and he would come to me and go, hey, uh, John, how you doing? Good. And I always say that. He, he wished me a happy birthday a hundred times a year. Happy, happy birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. Uh, real quick, uh, could you do that uh, that black thing? And like, this is a black guy asking me to do the black thing for his client. For what do you got? That's job fair at the uh, Coliseum on Saturday. All right. It's funny how radio I had a works client that way, for though. a couple oh, years. He would do uh, events, concerts yeah. at a community center and put them together. Pretty good shows, but everything was cash, and it was a shoebox. All for Kiss Twelve Thirty. Yep. Yeah. He would put events together for Kiss. I probably did a couple commercials for you without even. <laughs> Come on down this weekend. Desmond Wilson and I will be standing outside. Desmond Wilson was here every week. He's Lamont from Sanford and Son. Yeah, they would get a special event and then it would have to localize for a second. So I want you guys to do that to an R&B song. Now keep in mind, the call letters, Kiss 1230. The rhythm. The rhythm of the city. You know, that's all you have to do. So you start with Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. You end with Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. Or your name and Kiss 1230. That's how that works. Easy as punch to do that. We'll tell you how many seconds you've got to post the song. What are we giving away? Uh, Tool tickets. (laughs) Tickets to go see Tool for this one. I mean, Tool and Urban. I mean, come on. Let's get more Urban. The rules are no bigotry and racism, Phoenix. Um, I know you. <laughs> You'd get my vote. Yeah. And also, I'm not even going to make you have to talk about anything. You can talk about your wife, your kids, a recent problem, last time you got fired, uh, the Super Bowl, traffic, anything. Just the break has to be decent, well rounded, and end on the post. Post it! R&B style. <laughs> we'll try that. Try to be sexy. Come on to me. You got to have the voice. Me, you got to do, do the voice. You got to do the voice. You got to do the thing. And maybe if you want to include Desmond Wilson is with you at one point or another during the week, give a little promotion. That's good too. Or Reggie Vell Johnson, another one I had to do once that I remembered. Come out and meet Reggie Vell Johnson. He's going to be out there this weekend with me. It was some discount jeweler. And Re- Reginald Vell Johnson was there for like a minute. And I don't even know if that was here. I think I, I, I don't know where that was. That had to be here because I was only doing local stuff. Yeah, Reggie Vell showed up. Come on, meet Sherman Hensley. <laughs> that's, that was too big. 
He's, of course, the dad on Family Matters and uh, the cop in Die Hard. Maybe Charlie the bartender from the Jeffersons would have showed up for that. <laughs> Lamont. And uh, maybe uh, maybe Jenny, the downstairs neighbor in the Jeffersons. Come on, you remember Jenny you. Willis. Clifton Davis from That's My Mama's going to join us. And... Ted Lang. Ted Lang. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. That would have been a huge. Ted Lang, and I would have said it that way, too. Ted Lang, you remember him as Junior from That's My Mama and also that little role he did on The Love Boat. <laughs> First out of Ledwood Jr. All right, so all you got to do is call us and post it. R&B, post it. 585-9800. We're counting on you. And you can win tool tickets if you post. We got a couple of pairs, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, I we can you. knock these out. If you have multiple posts, means multiple tickets going out the door. It's coming up next. Homebirds morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. No, oh, I'm sorry, I was into that. Uh, Limp biscuit there is rolling. Are you ready to post it? Change the entire. Oh man! <laughs> Tell me, there's anything better? Rock and roll, rap, country, whatever you're into. That starts, and you're like, damn, I'm half hard. You just know it's gonna. This is, and then when his voice, it won't pop in on this. The karaoke version. Drops down on that Lou Rawls moment. I don't think anybody knows the second verse to this because everybody always sings the first line yeah. and then goes, God damn, like right after. Damn, that's good. The ladies are passed out. Oh, yeah. Out. yeah. If Cosby has his way, like right here, yeah. you'll never find. God damn! Said everyone. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> that's right, bitch. <laughs> You know the word? Mm, you'll never find. God damn. I know. <laughs> as long as you live, or something like that. <laughs> Someone who cares for you. Something about you and get naked, lady. <laughs> God damn. I ain't ragging on myself, baby. Pretty good. Uh, get, uh-huh. That was that. I know. I'm <laughs> close. <laughs> no one else. Ha! I could do most of it. Man, I'm impressed. Yeah, usually by now I got I'm wiping off my stomach. (laughs) You'll never find. I love this song. I've loved it since I was a little boy. Singing dead. (laughs) All right, yeah. (laughs) Put it on the list. Lou Rolf's Night of Singing Dead. He is dead, right? He's got to be. There's no way he's still alive. Lou Rolf has to be. If not, cross your fingers and hope for October. (laughs) He'll never die. Yeah, he died in 2006. Oh, Perfect. good. Long dead. <laughs> it seems like a good idea. How bad is it when oh, you're wishing people to die? Oh, we do it all the time. Uh, we have a huge one for Stevie Wonder right now. We are dying. Oh, That's enough of that. I can't do it. I can't. I can't not listen to it. All right, let's get to the phones, and we'll post away on Kiss 1230 Rhythm of the City. You're going to miss my loving, baby. You're going to miss. going to miss. <laughs> And he's taking it away. This is a sexy song with him saying, you ain't getting this no more. Oh, my God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig him up. <laughs> we might just do an entire Lou Rawls night of the day. I don't know if he's got any other songs. That's it. <laughs> barely named this one. 
All right, let's go to the phones Let and it see. be low and brown. Right. The posters. <laughs> Did he sing that? Yes. Here's to good friends. Tonight is kind of special. Is wow. Are you sure? I don't know. The beer sure. will pull. Because he was in the commercial. I Must thought. say something more somehow. So tonight, tonight, let, let it, it be, be low and brow. Is low and brow still around? Yeah. yeah. Right. It's not as big of a thing anymore. Not at all. They don't do that. Well, it's because right. Lou's dead. I mean, <laughs> I didn't who, know who, he sang that. That's when they went met their demise. Yep. Yeah. He did. Lou Rawls sang the low and brow thing. No kidding. We'll have to pull that one up. He is the good friend. I guess. All right. Let's uh, get right to it. Who's on the line there, Bert? Let's see what we got I for the posters for Tool This ticket. is Jason. Jason, are you there? I am, John. How are you, sir? I'm doing quite well, thank you. Uh, now, remember, you're no longer part of KUPD. It is uh, our tribute to KISS 1230, the rhythm of the city. I'm going to need you to oh, do your... Yeah, yeah, that's good. The best uh, the best voice you got. Pick a number between 1 and 13. Uh, 12. Number 12 is Marvin Gaye's Sexual Healing. That is the song you have chosen. Oh, it is a fantastic one. I want you to give me the call letters. The second you say, KISS 1230, the rhythm of the city... We will start the song right after you finish that. Then you get into your your uh, whatever it is you're going to pitch, post, and whatever. Break, yeah. This is a quick one. You've got nine seconds oh. to post this, okay? Okay. All it's right. 11.30. Not right? yet. Not yet. All right. Ready? Oh, wait. It's 12.30. Kiss, kiss, it's Kiss 12.30, the rhythm of the city. Just just think that in Kiss 12.30, the rhythm of the city. And I want you to, to start and finish with Kiss 12.30, the rhythm of the city. Tell us your name, maybe a little weather report, but you got nine seconds before Marvin starts singing. Are you ready, Toledo? Yes. All right. Jason, the music will start after you say Kiss 12.30, the rhythm of the city. Ready? I am. All right. Hit it when you're ready. Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. Welcome back, folks. We are coming down to you from uh, Central Phoenix. Hope you are feeling well. The weather is going to be great. Come on back down. Remember, Kiss 30, 1230, the rhythm of the city. Oh, no. He found it. Did he say welcome dark folks? (laughs) Did you you say welcome dark folks? I might have heard that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Toledo both looked at each other. Did you say welcome dark folks? (laughs) <laughs> That's not what I said. But okay. oh, oh, I was going to give you tickets. sure you didn't? Uh, uh, yeah, but you still. You know <laughs> no, that's exactly what I said. No, it is not what you said. You don't get tickets for No, don't listen to Brett. He doesn't. Email him for something on the side. I can't side. help but listen to Brett. He's yeah, yeah. he the voice of reason. That's right. All right. I'm done with you. Jason's all gone. Sorry. No, you didn't post it anyway, Jason. Nice try. You were No. Don't start Welcome uh, dark people. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Is this karaoke too? Yeah. Oh. oh, this is a brilliant. <laughs> How many Commodores are dead? Somebody's got it. I don't know. Somebody's got it. Put be them on the list. This is in the middle of it, though. This yeah. is a great one. This is, that's my man. Is anybody mm-hmm. dead from Faith No More? You can do that version too. Oh, Which I think one of them's got to be dead. Yeah. Why in the world would anybody put chains on wow, me? Wow, look at you. Yeah. You did work oh. for Kiss 1230. I paid my dues to make it. Everybody wants me to be what they want me to be. Oh, this is a great song. I'm not happy unless I'm trying to make it. Something like that. Fake it. Ooh. Here we go. This is the best part. Oh. Ooh. 
Sing it, Phoenix. That's why I'm easy. Uh, <laughs> easy like Sunday mornings. Speaking of Sunday morning. Come on down to Mo Money Pond with me Sunday morning. And meet that FanDuel pioneer, ASU Hoopshaw, Headache Smith. He's going to join me this morning. Easy Sunday morning with Headache Smith. Gets into the good stuff. I wanna be high. Okay, that's enough. Stop it. All right, let's go to the next person online. Damn it, I could. I want Chris twelve thirty back. Let's change. Let's go ruin that ninety two point seven oldies thing. Oh, just absolutely. do it all month long. I'll we'll just do best ofs here and we'll play uh, oh, that down there. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Raul, are you there? I'm here. All right, Raul, uh, are you? Yeah, we can hear you. Are you ready? All right. All right. Yeah, can, I'm ready. Can you hear us? Yes. All right. Uh, pick a number between 1 and 13, not number 12. 13. 13. Oh, right. oh, I love this song, too. You got Luther Vandross, Here and Now. Oh. All right. Here's oh. what I need you to do. You got 10 seconds on this one. When you say, okay. kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city, then after that, you can start whatever you're talking about and try to post the song. You got 10 seconds. Are you ready, Raul? All right. Luther Vandross, right? That's right. Luther Vandross, Here and Now. Ten seconds. Now. Don't be a racist. And whenever you're ready, start. Toledo will start the song. All right. Kiss, 1230. Welcome to this weekend for the Sunday Open. And relax, all you girls, because we got Luther Vandross and here now. The only person that thought that might have been a good break is Brady. Yeah. Relax all your girls. Hey, Cosby, calm down. What do you mean, relax all your girls? Man. What does that mean? I ain't got nothing on that. All right, nice try, Raul. That was terrible. That was a word salad, and uh, you froze up. Sorry about that. We'll talk to you. Later. Oh! <laughs> This is this is, never gonna oh, stop. Yeah. Never oh. This is good Valentine's love making music. All right, who's on line three? Oh, I don't even know. I was looking at my uh, my DJ skills. Uh, Brandon. Brandon, are you there? I am here. All right, welcome to Kiss Twelve Thirty, the Rhythm of the City on ninety eight KUPD. Uh, Brandon, uh, pick a number between one and eleven. Eight. Number eight. Oh, you got a great one, and you got a long ramp, so I'm going to give you a little instruction, okay? You've got the Gap Band Outstanding. Nice. This is a great song. 35 seconds intro to post, okay? So you got to have a little story to tell. I'll give you a little information. Uh, you will have an event where you can meet the original Aunt Lil from Fresh Prince. <laughs> you pick where that happens. You do whatever you want, but you're going to meet the original. Join me, Brandon. And the original Aunt Lil from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, wherever you want, Saturday or Sunday, wherever and whenever, you've got 35 seconds to post the Gap Band Outstanding. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. The second you say city, the song starts. Off we go. Brandon, go get him. This is Kiss 1230, rhythm of the city. Uh, we're here. It's a nice mother-sucking day. Uh, <laughs> Sucking. Having a nice rainy day out here. It's going to be a great day. going to be a great weekend. Uh, you can meet Aunt Lil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air here at downtown Tempe. She's going to be at Tempe Town Lake soaking up all the rain. Uh, 
whenever you need to, to get your action on with Ed Lil, you just go on down to Pacific Town Lake. She'll be there for you. This is the Gap Band Outstanding. This, this song goes out to a little girl named Melissa. Sexy little girl named Melissa. This is a Gap Band Outstanding. Kiss you 30 rhythm. Oh, oh, you have to repeat the Melissa part. You would have posted it, but if you, you've repeated the Melissa part. Oh, no. Oh, good shout out. Oh, that was tight. Yeah, and you had... Aunt Lil was very clear that we were going to meet her at Tempe Town Lake, and then you could go have your way with her, I think is what you said yeah, midway she through that. She soaks up all the water. She soaks up all that water. Because we're not putting a tent over Aunt Lil. She's going to walk around in the rain. She's going to melt. All right. Sorry, Brandon. No post for you. Nice try, though. Damn it. I thought he had that one. Yeah, that's him. I submit to you. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is definitely my... I should have worked at Kiss 12. I'm telling you. wonder if they'd still be around. Want to go blind for another one? Oh, sure. Uh, maybe... I was going. the girl? How come girls didn't... I don't know. She hung up. Oh, oh We had one. We have a girl. Hey, this, this is Richard. I think I could pull it off. You think you... Oh, <laughs> pull it off. Geez. Richard's going to pull it off. All right, Richard. Here we go, Richard, from Boston. Oh, my God. Okay. You're from Boston? New York. New okay. York. No racism. Oh, Stop it. Oh, I hear you. I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I know what that means. I can temper it. That's how I keep a job. All right, here we go. Uh, what was your name again, Richard? Yes. All right, Richard, uh, from New York, pick a number between 1 and 10. Well, at this time of the morning, I think I'll do number 2. Number 2. <laughs> like All right, you got a 27-second ramp on this one. It's Genuine okay. My Pony. We're very familiar with it. Oh, yeah. Genuine My Pony. Oh, you got geez. 27 seconds. Uh, do you want a little help? Yeah, do you want it. Do you want something to do? I gotta, Talk about a... a I got I to gotta fill the whole 20 seconds, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. bump right up to when they start singing and, and say Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city, right as the, the vocals start. 27 seconds. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. All right, here's your, here's your, uh, here's your assignment. Uh, you're going to meet Paul Benedict, who played Bentley on the Jeffersons. <laughs> nice. Oh, no shit. No, no, no. no. no and you didn't just win a prize. Don't cuss. <laughs> I won. I, I, right. No, you're, you you're serious? Not, I'm going to meet no, You're not actually going to meet Bentley. God damn it. Oh, that, well, that, guy, that guy can't be anywhere near alive. <laughs> okay, but this isn't about you right now. You understand it's all pretend. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. That's, that's, cool. that's, cool. that's your assignment. <laughs> that's your assignment for your ramp oh, to the genuine. All right, everybody call him. Bentley. <laughs> I'm going to get to meet Bentley. Are you <laughs> dreams still come true? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you're just pretending that you're going to be in an event where people will meet Bentley from the Jeffersons. Okay. Oh, gee, wow. So you just got to include oh, that. You just got to include that in the 27 seconds. Okay. <laughs> okay. Richard, I like you already. Due to your thank you incredible excitement of meeting Paul Benedict from the Jeffersons <laughs> forty years later. All right, genuine is twenty seven seconds. You start with Kiss twelve thirty, the rhythm of the city. When you say city, the music starts. Then you have twenty seven seconds. Uh, Richard from New York. Good luck. Go ahead. I'm ready to go. This go. is Kiss twelve thirty, the rhythm of the city. How you all doing today? I'll be out there. This is Richie Rich. I'll be uh, delivering some DoorDash today because I got to supplement my income. <laughs> so anybody anybody out there in the mood for something hot and luscious, I'll swing on by to y'all. And uh, Mr. Bentley, I forget your first name, but I know I know you like seeing the, the real food coming up the stairs. So uh, you, you got it first on my list. But uh, don't don't delay too much. And remember, this is oh, Richard, you're 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 oh, oh, just 
die on oh, the ranch. Oh, the music didn't get the music I know. You know what that up. might be? You know what? We need to give him another chance because I had a button down. He didn't get to hear oh, the music. Oh, yeah. good. All right. Because you got to feel the vibe. Richard gets another the chance. The door dash was awesome. <laughs> you got to feel the vibe. You, th- you think yeah. you can do another one there? Yeah, you have a door dash. I said no racism, and that's borderline. Oh, that you have to supplement your income. income. Yeah, I understand. Oh. That might be a little bit. Oh, well, 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 it's actually it's actually partly true, believe it or not. Your door dash now. I'm not surprised by that. Somebody that excited to meet Paul Benedict from the Jeffersons probably He's has probably two jobs. He's probably now, too. <laughs> Hello, Mr. J. All right, uh, we'll try another I one. If, I, I, I don't know if I can do it a second time, but I'll try my hardest. You couldn't do it the first time, but let's try again. <laughs> well, let's try a second time. Yeah. The music. It is yeah. key. That is, I did have the button down, so it didn't overwhelm you. And well, I will, will I hear the music over the phone? Because I got the radio turned you down. You will now hear the music over the phone. That was my fault. So we're going to okay, give you another sounds, chance. Sounds cool. Uh, how about we do... Uh, uh, We'll give you 21 seconds. I'll be sure. Great song. Night and day. Okay. I'll be sure. Night and day. And this time, meet Oprah's best friend, Gail King. Okay. Oh boy. Add in Gail King. Why is that so? I don't know. I don't know who that is. It doesn't matter. It's Oprah's best friend. What do you mean you can only imagine? It's Oprah's best friend, (laughs) Gail King. Well. I don't, the I, don't, I don't think you got again. any friends at all. <laughs> 21 all right. seconds. We're starting to get weird. It's number uh, five. 21 seconds for this one. And it's okay. uh, you get to meet Oprah's best friend, Gail King. Uh, that's the assignment you have. I don't care where you put her or where you guys meet. She's at a special event sponsored by Kiss 1230, The Rhythm of the City. The second oh, I, you say, oh, I get to meet her. I don't I don't have to confront her. No, 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 no. You the are the host of the show. Oh, Stop. You are the host of the show. And you are going okay. out to an event, and Gail King is going to be there. You're hosting that event. Okay. All right. That's not real. I, I don't want you to get all excited or cancel okay. your plans. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm not that excited. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being racist. You're so from New York and her. Sorry. Well, just I'm, I'm, tickets. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here in my car, and I don't want people to see me get that excited. All right. I understand. It's Gail King after all. All right. You get to meet Gail King. You've got 21 seconds. I'll be sure's night and day. Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. Brett likes you too much. Here we go. All right, here we go. It's Richard's second try. The music music will start the second you say city uh, whenever you're ready, Richard. Hey, this is Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. Good morning, Phoenix. How are we doing today? I just wanted to let you all know that I was starting my own talk show, and I'm having a couple of misnomers here and trouble. But if I could get to meet uh, Gail King and have her forward some of my information uh, uh, to her wonderful friend, I believe I believe she knows Oprah. I'm not quite sure about that. But uh, why don't you all wish me luck here today on this rainy morning? And um, all I can say is, remember, it's 1230. It's the rhythm of the city. Do the pause. You might have had it. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I at least. Not very. Not very. It was a mess. It was a mess. Really? Yeah, that was really uh, not. Even uh, I gotta stop lying around a stopwatch. <laughs> yeah, you need a stopwatch. You, need, yeah. you know, you got a uh, phone, probably. Most, most most people do tell me that. <laughs> to stop talking. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But they I say that's enough. You've talked too long. Yeah. yeah. Give you a right. Hold on. You know what? You're, you're the most entertaining person yeah, I've talked see, in a while. Yeah. You're going to Tool anyway, just because I want you to. I want you to ruin it for the guy next to you. Hold on a second, Richard. I would go to the tool show with him just just to hear him talk. I might just tag along with that dude. I've never been told, you know what, you need to stopwatch to know when to shut up, Richard. That's enough. (laughs) Wait a minute, I'm going to meet you. Here, this this will probably Both times. I don't think I know. Is it Martika? 
No. <laughs> no, it's not Toy Soldiers. Toy Soldiers? I don't think I know this one. Oh, wait, wait. Want... Brady mentioned the, them earlier. Dad, not Dad's No? I don't... Oh. Now it's sort of there. Oops. I don't know. I, I don't know I, Roger I, and Zap. I, I want to be no, your man. I think I know the chorus. Oh, yeah. I don't know this one. No. It's the effect. It's like auto-tune yeah, before yeah, auto-tune, yeah. right? Computer love was, too. Yeah, I don't know this one at all. Yeah, I don't know that. We should do, uh, what's the dude who did the, uh, that hilarious song about uh, walking in the rain, Orange Juice Jones. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Orange or rain. Or I'll Orange pull that one up next. That's all right. We'll, we'll do another round just for fun. The rain. It's too, yeah. I saw you and, and him walking in now, the rain. Yeah. You've been stone cold busted. Yeah, this is a great one. Oh, right, we'll get a bunch more on there. We'll try again. Tool tickets going out the door to post. It is uh, Black History Month, and it's our celebration of my days back at uh, KISS 1230, the Rhythm of the City. Somebody said, you got to find uh, audio of you doing that. I'm like, it would be a needle in a haystack, A, to find not only audio of this station that barely existed, but me on it. Because maybe two, three times a month they gave me an assignment that would run an hour. Or I would have to just break in for no reason at all. Just some strange dude would be like, don't forget about the job fair this weekend. Like, it was just some guy that hadn't spoken to you the entire time. They, never a call, never anything. We did a... Um, um, and- we did a church service on Sunday too. Yeah. At one time, the Gospel Hour. There was a gospel oh, no hour. kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should include this one into the ranch. This song was so bad. <laughs> My sister was uh, uh, part of the fan. I club. guess we'll say seeing a guy who may or may not have had a wife, and by that I mean he was married. <laughs> and she I was cold busted. She got stone cold. <laughs> they didn't get stone cold busted, but I knew. And uh, whenever he would come over, I would I'd start playing this song. Yeah. <laughs> she came in crying. Yeah. Oh, my credit cards, yeah. my bank yeah, accounts. Because yeah, <laughs> he walked by and I just, I saw you and him walking in the rain. Oh, my God. I it lost my blue tie. Shut up, John. You were holding hands and I never be the same. All right now. Just making a steakum and some Pepsi. <laughs> pissing them off. <laughs> Nothing's going on here. We dated in high school. Mm-hmm. What ifs? Well, then let me just call your wife and tell her where you are then. Did you you wouldn't Ke- do that, would you? Did no. you know Keyshawn's at my house right now? I'm not a rat. I'm just saying. I'm just saying I know. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I played it cool. Yeah. Looks like rain. <laughs> Maybe you two should take a walk. Anyway. <laughs> Who knows what was going on there? I was just being a dick. Uh, it's 908. There you go. That uh, is the first. I don't know if we have time. We'll do it again. Why not? We got another round of this. Uh, another round of posting. If you want to play 585 9800, Kiss 1230, the rhythm in the city lives in all of us here at 98KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 98KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Another round of the glorious <laughs> orange juice. Jones Sorry, we had to do it again. It's it was so, so good. good the first time. Uh, it's Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city, in celebration of uh, Black History Month here at KUPD. We go back to my original station. Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. Oh, you're with that special somebody. Your down low lover. 
Well, hopefully you don't get caught in this rainstorm we got coming our way. Don't get out there and get walking in that rain. Kiss for a 30. <laughs> Rhythm of the city. See how easy that is? I just like how people get so tongue-tied. You, you get that uh, Gail King. Have your way with her. And the, why are we always sleeping with the guest? <laughs> and I wish I didn't have to hit the dump when he hit me with that. No, When I told him he was going to meet Bentley from the Jefferson. Excited. Will that be on the podcast unedited? Oh, yeah. Okay, unedited. <laughs> unedited. Unedited on the podcast. Listen yeah. to our podcast to listen to that guy's feigned excitement. Oh, real excitement. Richard was the best. He was so happy to meet Bentley, the neighbor of the Jefferson. Oh, that's cool. And all I was doing was giving him the scenario. Here's what you got to, in your thing, I just want, you get to meet Paul Benedict, the Bentley. <laughs> no! Are you kidding me? <laughs> guy's got to be a hundred. All right, we'll try another round if here. If we could bear your face when he said that. Ow! <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. no. What the wide, wide is going on here? Anyway, uh, let's get to it. Who we got uh, on line one? Uh, line one, we have Craig. Craig, are you there? Yes, sir. What's happening? How you doing, Craig? Well, we could do that I'm one, too. Yeah, what's happening? Oh, uh, you know what? I'll throw that in there. Pick a number between one and six. Six. Six is TLC's Waterfalls. That's a good one. 33-second ramp. And because you mentioned it, you can uh, your your person to meet is Haywood Nelson, Dwayne from What's Happening. Ah. He was known for the catchphrase, hey, 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 Raj. Yeah. Okay. Haywood Nelson. (laughs) What? Haywood Nelson. Dwayne from what's happening. That's for tool tickets. Uh, You just have to start with Kiss 1230, The Rhythm of the City. Right? And then uh, once you say it, uh, we're ready to go with you. All right. It'll start after the word city. You've got, what did I say? 33 seconds. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's TLC Waterfalls. 33 seconds. That's your song. Kiss 1230, Rhythm of the City. What was your name again? Craig. 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 Craig, ready to go. Here we go, Craig. Hit it. Hey, 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 Raj. It is Thursday morning at 920. No, start over. But we gotta, you got to start. Well, stop it. Stop. you got to start with Kiss 1230 Rhythm of City. You can't have all that beforehand. It's going to screw you up. Trust me on this. Start gotcha. with Kiss 1230 okay. Rhythm of City. I like what you're doing. And then the 33 seconds starts. And then the 33 seconds starts. Here we go. 1230 Kiss FM Rhythm of the City. Hey, hey, hey. This Thursday morning, it's wet and rainy. Leaking all over the place. If you got a shower that's leaking, all choice property construction in Falcon. We've got Hayward Nelson coming up a little bit later in the show, but right now we got water fall, fall, falling, just like it's gonna be falling out of your new tub from Choice Property. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go, he said. Another 12 seconds before she starts going. Oh, and you man. could have filled with call letters and yeah. stuff. Oh, man, you were on something there. It was an almost. Rule of three. you got to say it three times. It's a no-gooder there. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't start <laughs> in with that. All right, I'm sorry. We have to let you go. Nice try. I oh. liked it, Craig. Right. Almost. Craig was also not very urban. But I loved how he yeah. was throwing his own plugs in. Yeah, that, oh, no, that's yeah. good. Unfortunately, I don't remember the company, but it was, uh, listen again, and if you have a leaky That'll shower, be on the podcast. Yeah, if you're interested. Shower, <laughs> Craig's company can come help you. That's pretty good. If you want to throw, I put no rules on that. Man, get a plug in. I think that's called Plugola. I think you guys are actually <laughs> getting tickets for that, but that's fine by me. I don't think it's, I think we've, we're skirting the edges of that. Uh, who's online too? Uh, oh, jeez. Like somebody just All got right. crazy on there. Got Jason. Jason, are you there? I am done. All right, Jason, are you ready? I am done. <laughs> All 
Trago? Uh, yeah, well. All right. Kiss 1230, Rhythm of the City. Pick a number between 1 and 10. Mm, let's go 3. Number three is The Spinners, I'll Be Around. Great choice. Great song. Spinners, I'll Be Around. 18 seconds. That's plenty of time for you to mention that you're going to be, uh, you're going to be meeting Jasmine Guy from a different world. Oh, nice. Jasmine Guy. Jasmine Guy from hey, a different world. a different world from where we came from. Uh, oh, whatever you, you bring in your stuff. You bring you in your... sing the title song, yeah. whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. All uh, right. And all you got to do is The Spinners, I'll Be Around. The Spinners, Kiss 1230, The Rhythm of the City. Uh, whenever you're ready, we'll start. Go ahead. All right. It's Kiss Twelve Thirty, the rhythm of the city. Welcome all back on back from the commercial. This is DJ Baby Bok Choi coming at you live from downtown Phoenix. We got Jasmine Guy coming at you this weekend at the Mo Money Pawn Shop third annual Buckwheat Contest. Oh, no. see, this is what I'm talking about. Want to come on down? We'll see you on Saturday. Thank you all for listening. It is Kiss Twelve Thirty. Ah! Nope. Oh, you know what? I actually screwed him up because I didn't have the thing on again. Uh, uh, but, uh, give yeah, him he, another one. Do we get another? No, yes. you can't because his, his promotion was exactly like his personality. Heat up, up one of our clients. The only rule I had was don't be a bigot. That wasn't a bigot. Yes, no, it is. No, they would not, no. Yeah, I'm not taking no. your ruling. Come on. He's <laughs> out. Give him another on. shot. Brent's like, I want more. All right, next. Ah. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, Jason. I voted for you. They don't have that content. <laughs> Who is this? It's Pirate's Birthday Month <laughs> content. Oh, terrible. don't do that to him. <laughs> uh, we got Monty. One rule. Monty, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Monty, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right, we're going to give you... Uh, I'm on another chance at the spinners. I like that song. Okay. So you got 18 seconds again, and you can, uh, you can try... How about... Uh, this is a tough one. Vincent Martella, the Italian kid from Everybody Hates Chris. Jeez. Yeah. That was tough. Vincent Martella from Everybody Hates Chris is going to be your guy, all right? Spinners, 18 seconds. It starts after you say Rhythm of the City. Are you ready? Uh, can I get the call letters again? Kiss 1230, the Rhythm of the City. Okay. All right, here we go. I'm ready. Go get them. This is Kiss Twelve Thirty, the Rhythm of the City. Um, we're having a rainy day, but our pal Vincent Martella, he's going to be here by our side to help us through it. He might be there, hold your umbrella a little bit. Might not. We'll never know. Kiss Twelve Thirty, Rhythm of the City. Ah. Got the spinners coming up. Oh. No. Ah. Ah, I had about eight seconds to go. No post on that, but you liked, I like that uh, attempt. Was okay. Maybe he's there. Yet. Maybe, Maybe he's not. not. Yeah, we'll never know. All right, he's out. Last try. I like Jason Stone. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cameron. I know you do. No. Hi there, who's this? Oh, uh, boy. Cameron. Cameron, get, uh, get off your speakerphone. Uh, get off the forklift. Better? Better? It is better. That is better. All right, are you ready, Cameron? Uh, kind of, yeah. All ready right. as all of you. You're going to get... Michael Jackson's Rock With You. It's 19 seconds to the ramp, to the to the post. And uh, I just want you to tell me something about Michael Jackson. That's it. You can A story about Michael Jackson that is not bigoted. Oh, don't look at me. <laughs> if, it makes Brett, if it makes Brett laugh, you lose. Oh, come on. All right. All right. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. 19 seconds. It starts right after you say the word city in Kiss 1230, Rhythm of the City. And then you got 19 seconds. All right. Ready? Go. 
Five is Kiss twelve thirty rhythm of the city. Uh, uh, Michael Jackson rock with you coming up right now. You guys don't know about Michael Jackson. He's a perverted rat bastard. Uh, God damn it! I don't know where to go. <laughs> you deserve it, you dick. Oh, this is Michael Jackson rock with Kiss twelve thirty. <laughs> I would have listened to you. I would have, I would have driven off the road laughing if that actually was real. Nope, nothing for you. No soup for you. Thank you. Nice try. All right, that's enough. There ain't and that's good stuff all the way around. Yeah. I told you I screamed. I was about the, the time when she was a foot and a half away from me. And I was begging Janet to put me on stage for this Crying. song. Because she brings somebody out of the audience and puts them in a chair and does a little dance for them. I was close. When she did the song before, which I think was If... I'm screaming in the front row every time she's like, from me to Rich right now. It's like, I can see her eyes and <laughs> shouting top of her lungs. And then when she did this, she dances for the dude. That was the third ooh in your life. She turned the ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ow. She's like, how about you come? Ooh, never mind. <laughs> if you'd have done it in the rhythm of the city voice, she might have oh. pulled you up there. Janet, baby, I think I need to be in that chair with you. Why don't you sit in it and I'll dance for you? Because that's the way love goes. Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. Anyway, well, that was fun. I enjoyed that a lot. And it's already 9.24, so it killed a ton of time as well. Which is always good. Lovely day. Great. Good to do it Everybody does that. We have a, we're going to have a lovely day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's 9.24. There you go. We'll post again later. It is a full month of tribute to KISS 1230, the rhythm right. of the city, if you ask me. Right here. On your home of KISS 1230, the rhythm of the city, 98KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Yeah, and away we go. Chevelle there. We talked to Sam from Chevelle yesterday, even though the phones were screwed up. He was uh, just a fanboy moment for me. I liked him a lot. and uh, Going to be here April 26th. New Fest right around the corner. The, he's really cool. I felt bad. I don't know what's going on with his voice. Allergies, something. He's getting eaten alive. But if you haven't uh, tapped into your Chevelle collection here in the last day or so, do it. I did yesterday just from chatting with him after hearing Letter to a Thief. And I was like, man, how great is their stuff that you forget about? U Fest's going to be good. And they're going to be a big reason why. Uh, if you've got it, uh, any information that you need, 98kupd.com is where you go. All right, it's time now. Super Bowl's here. This is it. It's Thursday. This is when you start to drop those bets. The flights to Vegas are insanely expensive. If you haven't purchased it already and you're thinking about jumping up there, don't. You're going to spend all your money. It's going to be a madhouse. Come on over to Desert Ridge, Copper Blues, and watch a game with us on Sunday if you're in town. That'll be fun, too. we got all sorts of things to give you, including tickets to that U-Fest I brought up just a second ago. And here are our can't-miss picks for the Super Bowl. FanDuel sitting in our hands, and every one of us has a can't-miss pick. That was my, don't screw it up. If you show Brady that you followed him with your pick, he'll reimburse you if your bet loses. What? Right there at the, you have to be present at Copper Blues, but if you say, I made the same bet as you, and if it loses, Brady will reimburse you for that money. Well, hell, what's your bet? Up to $10. Up to 10 American dollars. That's right. Nothing more than that. Brady's not going to. Because I would at this and point. And only the first person. I'd bet 405 oh, I thought we were going for it. It's a no-lose. 
Brady's or no lose Brady's uh, go to the party event. If in fact he shows you, I'm going to redo my bet. Then. No, you're, it's already in. It's already calculated and finished. I've talked to the FanDuel people. Uh, a little quick uh, two legger is what we're looking for. Something to bang around on and get yourself all juiced up. Orange juice. That's right. Because if you think about it, if Brady's bet wins, you're great. If not, you get up to $10 back from Brady, and all you have to do is go to the big party on Sunday. Simple as punch. Uh, Brett, I start with you. Your Super Bowl bet guarantee of the weekend. I'm going the two-leg parlay here, and I'm, you know, we all know this is the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey Super Bowl. I mean, that's all it is. So I got uh, Kelsey scoring uh, two-plus touchdowns and any time during the first half. Yes. Score a touchdown, and that's plus 707. Okay, that's not bad. Toledo. All right, not going that crazy, but my bet is a big payout. Rasheed Rice, anytime Rashi. touchdown scorer. Kyle Juszczyk to be the first touchdown scorer. You think scorer. they're going fullback up the gut? I think so. Think everybody's With thinking McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Standing behind I think it. everybody's thinking McCaffrey, and knowing Shanahan, he's going right. to pull just the power right. Wow. Juszczyk right. over the edge. So that pays eleven thousand plus eleven thousand five hundred two. That's big. That's a that's stupid, but it's fun to. There's your thousand dollar dream. There you go. Nice, uh, Brady. What is your guaranteed pick of the weekend? Mm. What? what? Not guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> Already said it. Too late. Well, I'm all right, uh, Stein. We still yeah, with uh, Toledo yeah. on my anytime Still-Benjamin. touchdown. Yeah, Ushtick or uh, whatever. Kyle Ushtick. Kyle Ushtick. No. Use check. There you go. Use check. There you go. Quit looking at me when you say weird words. <laughs> okay. You don't like Use his mouth? Check. Yeah, look away. Well, yeah, ugh, that was worse. That was worse. Oh, I was like Wilfred like Brimley having a Anytime stroke. touchdown. Looked like you were going to go down. And Marquez Valdez Scantling. Anytime, Anytime touchdown. touchdown. All right. That's a plus 5,037. That's pretty good. I goofed and just realized that I didn't erase one. So I'm in a three-legger that I didn't realize I'd put down. Made it even better. But it's good because it works either way. One's a stackable. Uh, I I think, like you said, it's all conspiracy theory, Brett. It's, it's the yeah. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. But as we discussed with Michael Lombardi earlier this week, the JF, JFK conspiracy came up somehow. And I think there's a tie into that, especially because Brock Purdy looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. Who's the king of that conspiracy? Lee Harvey Oswald. Brock Purdy being his twin is going to raid this thing, ruin Camelot, the relationship of dreams that's going to be on the field. It's Brock Purdy's day. And he's going to be with Christian McCaffrey. Brock Purdy will throw for two or more touchdowns. Okay. I have that in there. Christian McCaffrey's going to score three times. Whoa. Man. Yeah. Probably two passes from Brock on little swing arounds. He's got a breakaway run. He's Like you said, you get down by the goal line, that guy's unstoppable. I also included, without realizing it, Christian McCaffrey will catch a pass on the first drive. That's pretty good. Uh, it's, that a plus, like a lock. it's a plus It's a plus thirty eight hundred seventy one. So hundred dollar bet gets you thirty eight hundred seventy. Mine was more than yours. Yeah, That's I crazy. Well, I've got reason to uh, like yeah, my yeah. guys actually. Yeah. All right. Just three touchdowns. Brock scoring two or being responsible for two throwing twos. Easy. Betsy. Christian McCaffrey getting three is the big hit there. Brady's guarantee. <laughs> you come to that party at Desert Ridge and say, "Hey, I followed your bet." God dang it. Good luck. Thanks, Jack. There you go, Chief. Here you go. Here you go, blood. Thanks for taking money out of my daughter's Ah, hands. Her raising kids account. What's not going to happen? Because it's going to win. That's why it's a guaranteed bet. You don't have to worry about it. Guaranteed. Justin Jew's hip is going to score. Brady said so. (laughs) 
Uh, it's 9.45. Thanks, FanDuel. You make the Super Bowl even better because I do not care who wins this. I'm just rooting for fun no, on I'm Sunday. I'm rooting for the squares that I've already pre-purchased. Same. i got a couple of those brewing. Bets. Same. And this, and Travis Kelsey to be the MVP, even though my bet today clearly makes Christian McCaffrey the MVP. But I'll, uh, one of them wins, I'm happy. I'll be all right. Uh, it's 9.45. Thank you, FanDuel. You make the world better. And Boy, it's going to be a big one for you this weekend. Congratulations to FanDuel. Because $70 billion oh. is going to feel real good on a day's worth of work, I think. Uh, Entertainment Drill is coming up next. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. I missed a button there. Sorry about that. It is time now for Brady to give the entertainment drill to all of you. It is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. And it is a, a system you need to get involved in uh, immediately. Immediately. Uh, I talked to somebody the other day that said that they had their car broken into, and they went outside and didn't realize when they saw the glass on the ground that there was somebody still in it. <laughs> and he said, I got so scared, I started thinking I should probably uh, think about signing up for that. Exactly. And that's the point of this thing. It's not about being paranoid. It's about being prepared. This dude didn't, you know, want to go out there and see glass busted out of the side of his car and some idiot sitting in his car. That would scare the hell out of you. Uh, What do you do when the world throws you a curveball like that? Are you prepared? Again, I always compare it to the idea that your building all has mandatory fire evacuation guidelines throughout the building. You'll see them all over wherever you work. That isn't paranoia. That's preparation. Probably not going to be in a fire. But what if you were? We've got a plan. And that's basically what this is. You got a plan for when you come around the corner and you see some jackass rifling through your stuff in your car. I've had it happen. Guy wasn't in the car still, but I've had plenty of people go through my car that shouldn't have been there. And you just don't know. The best thing you could do is what this guy did, which is leave it. Call the police and get the hell out of there. Don't confront. You never know what that lunatic's on or what he's doing. But what if you were sitting in that car and somebody did that? What if your girlfriend or, uh, or kid was in that car and somebody busted and started doing that? Then you'd have to defend some people you care about. They teach you all these scenarios. You get all this stuff taken into your consideration, and they uh, they map out the best solutions to these types of things. It's remarkable. And, again, it's personal training for the price of just – I mean, it's a, it's, it's a tenth of what you pay for personal trainers. And not to say personal trainers are bad, but you're not getting this kind of training anywhere else. Check it out, reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady. Entertain me. The Madden NFL video game predicts that the Chiefs will beat the 49ers 30-28. to 28. Yeah. Used to be wildly reliable. Yep. The last three years, they've been wrong. So will this break that we'll see. trifecta? Another guy uh, on Reddit called I'm This Guy claims to have picked the wrong team to win the Super Bowl the last 16 years straight. He claims that. Does he have any proof of it? Yeah. He does? What's his proof? He says, here they are. He posts them. And Here, Here's my picks the last 16 years. Have you seen this, or are you just making that part up? Just spitballing. You're making that up. I'm making that yeah, up. Okay. Yeah. So what we're saying is 16 years ago, can we go back and... Can we at all verify his claim of missing the last 16 Super Bowls? Absolutely. How? I don't know. Why do you say absolutely then? <laughs> Never mind about the story. No, it's not the story. We've got questions. It's called the point curiosity. of the story as he claims. He, the point picked. of the story is he makes a claim. The point of the story is, wow, that's yeah. a pretty remarkable run. How do I find out if he's lying to me? I don't know. 
<laughs> he picked the Chiefs. Did you wave him off? I just did this. Ta-da. That's the point. If you if I told you, hey, by the way, I have a remarkable streak of missing 16 years in a row, you'd be like, no kidding. And I'm like, you should bet against the team I pick. You'd be like, well, wait a minute. Why would I do that unless you show me your yeah. last 16 chits? Or that's chit with a C. I was just going to say. Yeah, don't worry about it. Or your last 16 uh, you know, posts on this. Or where, where's the evidence that you have this streak that's so remarkable? Because I can claim I've missed all of the Super Bowls since I've been alive. You should follow my bet and go the opposite way. I got no proof You'd- of that. Yeah, and you can say that. Yeah, sure. You said it on the but Kentucky I'm not going to be in the Like, right. I've, I was the last, you know, was it we used clear? to do that year after year. So. I have, but my joke was, I have picked a winner in five <laughs> of the last eight, not counting two, of the Kentucky Derby. It was ridiculous on purpose. Right. Had I said, my streak is zero, I'm undefeated. Right is your new correct. Right. Correct. Right. Right. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Yes. <laughs> He's getting grouchy because he did no research again. <laughs> And then you answered the questions, which is the frustrating part. Say, I don't know. I didn't look. Okay, I did not look into That's his... Right. We know. Uh, we know. You don't say it now. Shocking. I, I, I don't know if anyone else said... I heard it this morning. Right. On the way in. I heard it when you said it. And then I looked up, and uh, there was no verification on the the story that I read, too. Right. That's saying he's shown... That's what I'm saying. Stuff. So the answer is, no, they can't really... I didn't see where they verified it. He's just making the claim. But I don't know how to verify that. This is the most entertaining part of the I entertainment know. drill. <laughs> According to a poll, <laughs> they asked people who was your favorite Super Bowl halftime performer in the last eight years. Eight years. I don't remember them. Well, it was the hip-hop uh, yeah. thing for me. That uh, yes. Dr. Dre. Dr. Yeah, Dre. Number one. one that thing's a monster. M.M. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar. That might be the best ever. I don't think so. Now they'll put Prince up there. Number the eight ever. was Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee Kids. It was that great, was twenty eighteen? Prince was already like fifteen years ago, though. I know, but I'm just yeah. saying that if you're saying number one overall, oh, last eight years. Yeah, Bruno Mars was my Super Bowl, and that was a long was time. Great, that, that was, was longer than eight, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. Ten years ago, Maroon Five, Travis Scott, Big Boy, yeah. twenty nineteen. That was number seven. The Weekend, number six. Well, you're just naming all of them. <laughs> That's four. I mean, if they're if they're going to do a a survey of what it is. It's like rank the last eight. The four of them were bad. They said Rihanna was the second most in the vote. As as good? Yeah. That was her baby one. Yeah. I didn't think the weekend one was that good. Weekend great. was terrible. Yeah. And I had high hopes for that. Yeah, because he said he put all kinds yeah. of extra money in it and No. The uh Dude Wipes is running a bunch of uh billboards on the Vegas strip promoting kind of Tagging along the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey related slogans. And like, uh, we love a clean tight end. Nice. A good swift cleaning that's tailored to to your end zone. (laughs) Okay, that one's not bad. Dude wipes being clever using the pop culture of the Super Bowl. That is smart. There's going to be a love boat themed cruise. Happening August 31st through September 7th. With everyone who's alive. Is Ted Lang going to be there? We got uh, Ted Lang is there. Nice, Isaac. Jill Whelan, Vicky Steubing. She ruined it. Which one? They was couldn't get daughter. Um, she was oh, right. she's the daughter. She's got to be in there. Charles Doc will be there. I think Bernie Capel. Charles can't be alive. I think she Fred is. Grandy. Senator Fred Grandy. He'll be there. Do you carry that 
that moniker forever? I think so. Is it so? Was he in the House or Senate? He was either representative or senator, but go for Iowa, right? Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, they should say that. Charles was still alive. Charles was still alive. She's seventy three. Uh, so the, is the co-catch Julie, Julie? Julie McCoy is still alive. She's seventies, but uh, she's, she's seventy alive. years yeah. old. But she's probably not going to rally up for no. this one. And plus, she can't be around them anymore because it's triggers for her cocaine addiction. <laughs> that that quick? She was at terrible. 70? She still got it. You're always an addict, Toledo. <laughs> I was like hug it. an addict day yesterday. Yeah, so that's right. Was. You said hug, right? Yes. ACDC has a countdown. I didn't say tug and addict. I said the F word. Oh. <laughs> There's a new Blue Blue Oyster Cult album dropping in April. It's called Ghost Stories. Everybody's been waiting for that one. Yeah. It consists of older material that was demoed but never finished. Yeah, good. I thought you meant demoed like... Yeah, demolished. Yeah. Can only hope. We'll see. Maybe they got a gem in there. Doubt it. According to a new book by Marie Osmond, <laughs> she briefly dated Andy Gibb, then needed legal help to keep him away from her. Ooh. They dated briefly yeah. when he was on his big drug bender. So was she. Yeah. They don't like to talk about that side of it, but was she they left that out. You don't date Andy Gibb and not dabble in the, in the your, yeah, devil's sure. dandruff. Was he shadow dancing? Is that what his shadow was? dancing okay. and uh, the love? What was the love is like water a, or whatever? It was, was he the one that was love, with love is Victoria Principle? That was yeah. She was a cokey too. Man, look at you love dropping is. knowledge on everybody. Higher than a mountain, love is thicker than water. You are the dreamer's only dream. The only reason he got a hit is because the Bee Gees had songs they didn't use for yeah. uh, their albums. They're like, here. And they gave it to their little brother and said, if you, we give you this, will you stay off Coke? Yeah. And they're like, all right. And then he did it anyway. Uh, that's it. We're done. Uh, Larry's coming up next. Be nice to Larry. He might have some tool tickets for you as well. That's pretty good. You get a hold of those. And then the next thing you know, you're going to Tool this weekend and it's Super Bowl weekend. What a bunch of stuff Larry's got for you. Uh, listen to him. Be nice. And he might hand it over. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. Solo. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.